listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I want to tell the whole world about a friend of mine, this little light of mine. I'm finna let it shine. I'm feeling take y'all back to the better times. I'm feeling I'm finna take y'all. To, white person wrote these lyrics. I'm finna take. <laughs> it's supposed to say fitness. Say I'm feeling. I'm fitting to talk about my mama if y'all don't mind. I was three years old when you and I moved to the shy. Late December, harsh winter gave me a cold. You fixed me up something that was good for my soul. Famous chicken soup. Can I have another bowl? You work late nights just to keep on the lights. Mama got me training wheels so I could keep on my bike. And you would give anything in this world. Michael Jackson leather and the glove but didn't give me a curl. And you never put no man over me. I love you for that, mommy. Can't you see? um a seven years old caught you with tears in your eyes because a nigga cheating telling you lies and then i started to cry hey mama as we knelt on the kitchen floor i said mama i'm i'm gonna love you till you don't hurt no more hey welcome to the blackout test podcast your host rod and karen and we are in the house on a sunday mm-hmm. very special sunday yes. and your tradition at this point uh it's uh mother's day and uh being as such we have my mom live in the room uh ready to record another mother's day podcast what's going on mom hey everybody i'm glad to be here happy mother's day thank you um of course uh you know we do this every year and you know first people used to ask a whole lot of questions in the chat but i feel like everybody's questions have been answered at this point but feel free if you have questions mm-hmm, of yeah. my mom yeah put, a, can, put them in the chat and we'll yeah them up. we'll take a look at them mm-hmm. um and uh of course um you know uh it, it is mother's day and we can't do mother's day show without giving you a mother's day gift here you go thank you very much thank you no problem uh you can open it up live on the air it's fine mm-hmm. and them flowers is for you because you know honey you know i will kill a plant so you should have figured out how that was yours you already gave her the flowers they right there on oh, the okay. table cool. thank you barnes and nobles gift card thank you no problem mm-hmm. read the card too love to okay. read happy mother's day mom remember that time you fussed at us and when you turned to leave your son flipped you the bird and you caught him because of the shadow on the wall from the other son and his wife wishing you love and sunshine today and always from Rod and Karen. Thank you very much. No problem. Oh, love you, Mom. We love you. Yeah. And I know you like to read, so mm-hmm. I figured, because uh, you already have everything. So I, <laughs> yeah, because every time we go get you some, she'll be like, I already got that. I figured at least with a gift card to Barnes & Noble, you can go pick up whatever book you want that you haven't read yet. Thank you so much. No problem. Yeah, spend it on you. Don't spend it on Layla. Okay. Yeah, get you get yourself a book. Right. No, Layla don't count. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Just we got her. We get her plenty of stuff. We we give her own box. No gift card for her to blow. A lot of people we know write books and got books. So if you need any suggestions, mm-hmm. I'm Nina sure got people. A book. Okay. Nina got books. Yeah, Nina has several books. I'm sure there's people that can suggest some books for you. Thank you uh all right uh oh no before we go but before we go on karen first when we went to the store to get the flowers roger was like i didn't want to get her this flower because you know sometimes you have to get them where they have a vase right and he was like well we get her this flower he he said she'll let him die i said no 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 you talking about me i I think he got us mixed up no no i personally would let it die well i just didn't want to let it grow i didn't want to give you more work uh you know because taking care of a plant is work but karen said we should do it so Mm -hmm, because you know me mm -mm. Thank you. In my custody, he's good as dead. <laughs> yeah. No. Mm-mm. I they have, they have me arrested. I'm good. I tried to teach you better, but 
that lesson didn't work I don't know. Mm-mm. I got the black thumb of death. If you want your plants to die, put them in my custody. I, I, I have a, a perfect rating of them dying. I will not let you down. Plant death row. What? Uh, of course, the official weapon of the show is the taser. An unofficial sport is bullet ball. A bullet ball extreme. Uh, and today's podcast is sponsored. It's double sponsored. Actually, it's brought to you by Shadow Dog Productions. Uh, they just opened a swag store at cafepress.com. Uh, you can go there, get shirts, cups, bottles, tote bags, all the stuff with posters of the audio play albums on them, all kinds of stuff. Uh, we actually have a poster there. It's hanging in this very room mm-hmm. um, for uh, the Art of Confession. Um, uh, but, yeah, make sure you guys do it. Um, they also have uh, the Sunspot and Ratchetness uh, poster, which is, by the way, the top-selling audio play album ever. Thanks to all, thanks to all the fans. Yes. And if you want to check it out, go to cafepress.com slash shadowdogproductions. Of course, I have the link in the show notes for all you uh, fans out there. Uh, and then, of course, we're also sponsored by Loot Crate. Okay? uh this episode is brought to you by loot crate which is a monthly mystery crate filled with exclusive items from the biggest and best pop culture franchises go to lootcrate.com slash tbgwt enter code tbgwt and you get three dollars off of any new subscription if you're on the quest for the epic gear housewares and collectibles loot crate has got all the answers you need mm-hmm. just make sure you sign up by the 19th at 9 p.m pacific time or you will not get this month's crate Mm -hmm. and you're gonna definitely want to get this month's crate man we open up a box like every almost every show that we do one of these reads and people in the chat room are always jealous and it's like yeah well that's what y'all get y'all should sign up and then y'all don't have to be jealous no more Mm -hmm. um and they got all kinds of options so like i said lootcrate.com slash tbgwt and enter code tbgwt and get three dollars off any new subscription Mm -hmm. um all right let's get into uh the news and stuff all right all kinds of stuff is happening in the news uh see where should we even start oh this is one that's kind of related to mother's day and i thought this is real cool um black lives matter um groups are bailing mothers out of jail for mother's day wonderful yep bailing black women out of jail uh i'm sorry that they interrupted brunches uh white people i'm sorry i'm so i'm sure that was very inconvenient for you uh probably not as inconvenient as being locked up in jail when you either haven't even had a trial yet you just can't afford to pay your bail to get out right you're stuck um, in there. and now you won't be able to see your kids on mother's day something that so many people take for granted um well uh black lives matter trying to help um so yeah um the women have not been convicted of crimes but they remain in jail because they've been unable to pay the bond or fines that would allow them to go home to their families as they await trial the nation reports that organizers with southerners on new ground the movement for black lives color of change and other groups have raised more than 25 um, $250,000 for what they're calling national mama's bailout day many of the women are in jail in low-level offenses like loitering or small-scale drug possession which uh you know under under uh jeff sessions under jeff beauregard sessions Mm -hmm. uh shit is about to go people about to get locked up for a long time for possibly for those um 
uh drug possession offenses um at any rate but you know just some of the net no baba did you know he ain't do nothing for nobody you know just try to keep us out of jail anyway um they uh they said that uh the groups which are continuing to raise funds will pay for their release as the nation knows black women make up 44 percent of women in jails and nearly a third of women in jail nationwide have serious mental health issues Mm -hmm. the mother's day bailout will free at least 30 women in atlanta houston minneapolis los angeles and other cities worldwide the idea for it came from a january gathering of 25 black-led organizations that wanted to collaborate on bail reforms that must have been the hotel meetup that oh no no those dudes didn't do anything mm, interesting Mm-mm. i guess they didn't come up with i guess uh when tyrese killer mike and all them dudes got together and uh almost had a fight i guess nobody came up with any ideas about bailing out mothers for mother's day mm, i wonder how they gonna do for father's day maybe they maybe they will bail them out for father's day mm-hmm. you I know fathers out there in jail mm-hmm. Or maybe it's just real hard to separate, you know, who the real mothers are that take care of their responsibilities <laughs> like they supposed to, you know, and raise their kids. I'm talking about mamas, not just mothers, not just these egg donors out here walking around, not taking care of their babies, mm. not paying no child support, just just going around starting different families with other men and stuff. I'm talking about the real mamas. So maybe that's what it was. They just couldn't figure out which ones are the real the real queen the real black queens that's must have been what it is uh mary hooks the co-founder uh co-director of atlanta-based lgbtq organization project song offered an idea she's been developing with other activists who had noticed the disparate impact that money bail and jail related fines and fees have on lgbtq communities hooks campaign idea what she described as using our collective resources to buy each other's freedom was welcomed by the larger group and because event organizers emphasized that the ways race class and gender identity all play a role in criminalization they have an expansive understanding of who qualifies as a mother when we talk about black mamas we know we know that mothering happens in a variety of ways whether it's the mothers in the clubs who teach the young kids how to vote or the church mothers who took care of me women who are birth mothers and chosen mothers are eligible to be bailed out yeah that's see that's what happened man people thinking outside the box because they like those are that's why i think whenever you have movements they have to be led by people that are the most marginalized because they think of everybody right the average person when like uh i wouldn't have thought of that that way to be like well what about uh everybody kind of mama i don't know what if it's your church mama what if it's to teach them how to twerk mama like you would you know they out there because you know family nowadays is very non-traditional right and like i'm not trying to be funny like i don't have any biological children Mm -hmm. but you know i would consider layla my child i would consider you know other children that i come in contact with Mm. on an everyday basis that you know uh what's like to say a village it takes a village to raise a kid and right you know a lot i think a lot of people when you get especially as you get older you look around at all the people that influenced your life and impacted your life and it's not just oh it was just my parents but they, you do have your aunts and your uncles and your mm-hmm. friend family friends and coaches and all this stuff but in order to even see it that way you got to kind of be coming at it from an outside of the box perspective and you're definitely not going to come to that conclusion with the like kings and queens and the black women need to be submissive you're not going to come from it from that point of view which is why those dudes one don't ever really help anybody but two they don't really uh they they sit around and critique these people that help that actually help people so shout out to uh, all these organizations that got these moms out man because that that's dope man especially when you consider like 
there are people that die in jail because khalif browder because they just couldn't make bail you know? and, and a lot of times people don't really think about it but even a 250 dollar bail is a lot of money for some people yeah especially well if you look at what a lot of people don't realize is um the fees on things right. kill people because like maybe you can't even afford the 25 dollar parking ticket right. i can't afford a 25 dollar parking ticket well i definitely can't afford the 50 dollar late fee and once i can't afford that i can't afford the 250 dollar warrant i can't afford like the court when i i can't go to court now if i get pulled over again that's another ticket plus they're gonna bring up my warrant plus all this other stuff and that's how you end up in these situations um ferguson missouri was like this that's really what sparked sparked everything the way they treated that black city was like a attack like a tax it was like a fund of taxes just mm-hmm. we will con- consistently keep these people in jail and keep revenue coming in by just keeping them in jail because the other part of it that's on the flip is once you have somebody in jail you're getting funding from state governments you're getting funding from private organizations um a lot of these privately funded prisons they get their money from the government so it's like because you know the government doesn't run the prison anymore but mm-hmm. they will pay somebody to run it and once you run in a prison like a business like th- the thing you need the most is inmates you know what i mean <laughs> so it's like we get uh x amount of dollars per inmate yes we need to get more people in jail and that, if that comes from a parking citation that turns into you know six hundred dollars worth of uh stuff where you can even get out of jail yeah they're gonna do it man i remember when i had a just a, a speeding ticket in fayetteville and i went to court and uh i was so dumb man i listened to people that was just like yeah man you go in there you say prayer for judgment and they just gonna understand and they're gonna let you out because you get one free and you was doing this down the other and i was trying to uh i was like all right so i went and waited um in line for the dude and everything and and the judge got up there and the judge was like uh how you plead guilty or not guilty i was like not guilty you know uh you know a prayer for judgment or whatever he was like uh so you responsible or not responsible i was like i'm responsible like i'm a responsible person he was like guilty i was like damn that was it and it was like plus court calls so it was like damn like you it's just that quick you know and i'm I'm glad i had the money and i wasn't it, you know it wasn't something more serious because right. who knows who how else they got people hemmed up in jail right and a lot of times most people walk in there without a lawyer right without somebody speaking on their behalf i know, know i ain't have a lawyer and i was lucky i didn't um really i was i mean i was looking at the other people in that little box they seen you to afterwards like at least i get to go home right a lot some of them lot. people was gonna stay you know a lot of for some people when he hit that gavel they went back to jail or they actually got arrested on the spot yeah anyway thank you uh to the people that bailed out those women that's that, mm-hmm. that's so dope thank you and i actually would go see if we can find like a link or a site or something you know where mm-hmm. uh people can actually give to help them to continue you know so that it's larger than just targeted on this one day so they can continue to let uh mothers out and extend it to fathers you know and you know who knows what this person's vision is but that's the thing everything costs money and that's why when you talk about activists don't need no no money uh, you a lie this right. shit costs money well they just want you to be broke um but you can't do everything bro you you actually can't do shit with no money but they want you to do everything with well no they don't money. mind you having the money but you need to be broke like the organization has some money that but you the y'all you need to take a vow of poverty basically as far as a lot of these people are concerned on the internet mm-hmm. um and fukushima remember uh fukushima i don't know if y'all remember that it was a power plant blew up in japan a few years ago mm-hmm 
uh well apparently you know after that nuclear fallout they was like we need to clean this area up so they've been hiring some firms to uh to clean up the area and to help grow forest and stuff like that well a nuclear cleanup firm is suspected of creating a bamboo forest and receiving about 10 million yen eighty eight thousand dollars illegally because 10 times more money is paid for decontaminating bamboo areas than regular woodland after installing short bamboo cylinders into the ground uh zero tech uh tahaku submitted fabricated photographic evidence of the fukushima city gov to the fukushima city government uh the subcontractor had been hired to decontaminate forests following following the march 2011 accident at the fukushima number one nuclear power plant the city government is considering filing a criminal complaint against the company though through uh though the firm based in uh nihamatsu fukushima prefecture was closed in march this year firms are paid more to clean bamboo forests because they have to cut the trees while in the other woodland they are only required to collect fallen leaves a joint venture of three companies decontaminated about 185,000 square meters in the Mat- uh, Matsukawa district from September 2014 to March 2016 using subcontractors and they received about 620 million yen from the city government. The three were Hikari Construction Co., Kamado Construction Co., and Nokukinsetu, uh, wait, Nokukinsetsu Co., all based in Fukushima. In the, in the case of the Fukushima city, the fee for decontamination work is about 500 yen per square meter of land in regular forests in a forest with bamboo plants with diameters ex- diameters uh yeah diameters exceeding a certain length or concentrated however you get 4600 yen uh plus that 500 uh so you guys will get 5000 yen if you say look we cleaned up some bamboo forests as opposed to just regular forests um a whistleblower brought the allegation to the notice of the authorities in november 2016 in the city government investigating a 3500 square meter section it found that most about uh that most of the about 2500 square meters of land that had recognized as bamboo forest was not bamboo forest at all thin bamboo trees were in the area through uh their di- though their diameters were not meeting the city government standard so basically what they did was they took pictures of the same little area from different angles and they sent it in to get the get paid to be like look we cleaning up all the bamboo uh forests and we decontaminating all this area and they got paid all this extra money um faking it and of course they you know they said they will return the money but somebody need to go to jail yeah and get fined yeah especially you talking about nuclear waste and shit you can't just be out here like ah we eyeballed it man look good to us um let's see what else happened oh and also uh leslie put some links in there um for um for for the uh black lives matter uh organizations that were bailing the women out um if you want to you go to facebook nation bailout and no more bailout i mean no more bail.org uh, if you're looking for links, I'm I'm saying that out loud for people that are listening, but we'll we'll try to have them in the notes. No, hold on, you read that wrong. It's uh, uh, Facebook.com/slash National Bailout. Oh my bad. And then it's No More Money Bail.org <laughs> and Brooklyn Bail Fund.org/slash Donate/slash National Bailout. Um, I'm sorry, y'all. I, yeah, um, yeah. I just want to get it right so that they won't be like right because I was blending the words. My bad. Yeah, they you know they'll hit us up and be like, I I went to bailout. It was white lives. It was all lives matter. Bailout.com. I know. Who knows? I don't need to bail out no more. Have they tried that yet? Has, have the white people tried that? Just 
changing the buying the other domains and leading it to something else i know tricking folks right we yeah Richard. Ha-ha. um let's see what else happened um puff daddy his ex-personal chef sued him for sexual harassment and wrongful termination uh-oh mm-hmm mm-hmm uh diddy made his personal chef whip up meals right after he had sex and he wasn't shy about showing off his manhood when she entered the room according to a new lawsuit damn diddy uh <laughs> i don't know what that was about uh apparently uh in the docs obtained by tmz cindy ruda said she was regularly summoned to serve diddy and his guests while they engaged in or immediately following sexual activity and he thought he was on some like caligula shit you want to eat grapes and yeah. have sex at the same time i just come to make the souffle you didn't tell me this was gonna be part of the deal you watch a couple episodes of spartacus and got some ideas i know do you want keisha what i i didn't expect this bring me a cheese plate <laughs> she also says on a le- least one occasion diddy was still naked when she entered the room and asked if she liked what she saw the suit makes it seem like diddy was recreating caligula in the la mansion damn that's what i said she uh says another time one of his buddies approached her in the kitchen while she was nude and asked her to check out his junk a lot of come check out my penis stuff going on in there no no thank you Mm-hmm. when when that last time i looked at the job description it didn't have uh you will be assaulted by penises in there yeah, yeah. Penis wasn't on the menu. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I could make you a penis cake, but that ain't the same. Mm-hmm. He was serving up them penises. Mm-mm-mm. Um, but yeah, uh, Ruda says she complained about sexual harassment to one of Diddy's assistants, and as a result, she was set up by another staffer to make it look like she'd stolen one of his watches according to the suit she was fired with a string attached if she signed an exit agreement waiving all rights to sue diddy she wouldn't be prosecuted she said she refused to sign it was terminated a year ago ruda suing for a wrongful termination sexual harassment violation of whistleblower protection we reached out to diddy's reps but we haven't heard back yet damn Mm-mm-mm. it must have been like why don't you get three of your friends not get three of my friends we could do this every weekend uh but yeah so yeah and 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 she happened to be in the spot i don't mean no harm but she could say i'm not signing it mm-hmm. but a lot of times when people get in these situations they have to sign women they have to sign it because a lot of times it's money attached with it and like, hey i got to continue working i got to i don't want to be blackballed out of the market she's a personal chef so i'm pretty sure she served for other celebrities she's like, i don't want to be blackballed at the market whatever the case may be but she was in a position where she could say no mm-hmm uh well we'll see what happens mm-hmm. um uh bow wow got caught pretending to he was flying on a private jet when he was flying coach <laughs> this what them jokes was oh them jokes was good over twitter yeah um shad moss aka bow wow uh little bow wow what was um, the hashtag they had going i i don't i don't know um can't remember honestly okay uh but he's the king of fake stunting on twitter uh there was one time we said he was on his way to a suite at the falcons game but the team is on a bye week oh <laughs> you ain't got a lot of kicking oh yeah that's what it was bow wow challenge uh well today things got even worse um 
he posted a pic of a private jet and luxury cars to talk about his travel uh but things got out of hand when someone posted a pic of bow wow and coach and that got even worse when a quick google search showed that bow wow's pic came from the internet so (laughs) first of all in a world where you can literally google you can like search the picture and be like has this picture ever been posted on the internet before um you really shouldn't be out here doing stupid shit like that but this is the same dude that threatened uh to to pimp out donald trump's wife on twitter so i mean he ain't exactly the brightest you know no because his copy and paste game is weak Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's terrible right you know he probably just googled like private plane and took the first picture it was like post it i mean come on at least go to page two you know don't nobody go to the second o on google right go to another country what a dummy i'm serious but yeah so he posted that picture of the private like two cars next to a private jet and then somebody sitting behind him and coach on the plane says so this guy little bow wow is on my flight to new york but on instagram he posted a picture of a private jet caption traveling to new york today shaking my head and it was a it was an unneeded lie when nobody asking for and didn't nobody care and they found the uh picture was part of a fort lauderdale vip transformation uh transportation where they just had a random picture of the cars and the private jet and uh yeah so that's how he got caught like a dumbass yes. <sighs> what a dummy right nobody it's not like nobody cared you know like it's not like people sit around being like i know little bow wow is balling though <laughs> my whole life would be ruined if i found out this nigga and i, I he got to keep up these appearances like nobody rooting for little bow wow to be rich man but i still my favorite little bow wow memory was when he uh said he could beat kobe bryant and so kobe being petty actually did play him and destroyed him in front of a whole bunch of kids I was like, see, this is what you get being all confident and shit. Let that stuff go, Bow Wow. This ain't like Mike. Mm-mm. Shoes don't really exist. No, they do not. Uh, but yeah, he, he always been faking stuff and he claimed, he did an interview where he claimed like, uh, this is all be explained when he gets his reality show. That he's got a reality show coming to VH1 and, uh, it's gonna explain why he's out here faking, I guess. You gotta watch the show to find out. But I know that trick. Mm-hmm. That's like when uh, Scarlett Johansson said, "You gotta watch. Uh, you gotta pay to see Ghost in the Shell to understand that it's not racist. That, that they got a white woman playing an Asian woman." I was like, "Nigga, you not getting my fifteen dollars and then explain it? Explain it to me now." <laughs> After I leave the movie, like, oh man, she got my fifteen and then they didn't really explain it. It was what I thought. TV show nobody gonna watch. Mm-hmm. No. Um, the number one. Uh, number one in the nation for the most lustful city is a city in florida miami uh let's see um i don't think it's miami actually it's uh fort walton beach which is the most lustful city in the nation um according to a hundred uh analyze a hundred geotag tweets uh from a website named casino.org the designation was based on the number of times hashtags like sit and that ass were used in combination <laughs> that ass. 
with Fort shout, Walton shout Beach. Shout out to them. They was like, we, we gonna we gonna be sure we do the black and the white. We ain't gonna leave nobody out. Mm-hmm. Because white folks don't say that ass. The <laughs> ranking tabulates the number of times t- per one thousand for ten thousand residents that the keyword references the seven deadly. uh Wait, the seven deadly uh sins were mentioned in a hashtag according to the list fort walton beach residents mentioned vices 73 times which outpaced new york city by 10 and more than double third place los angeles the sinners tags were searched uh, they searched for were hashtag proud hashtag insta good hashtag swag humble brag jealous mad angry pissed off food porn nom sexy dad ass hashtag fwb what's fwb no do i do we want to find out i don't know i can google it hashtag lazy chill want mind gambling gambler betting and greedy the seven heavenly virtues were faith believe hope charity give donate volunteer strength loyalty justice fair save save money savings uh moderation sober and straight edge florida's most mentioned virtue was fortitude which is still which is while it's most mentioned vice was gluttony oh friends with benefits oh okay okay well see fwb now see this okay now see this is why this poll is wrong if fwb is friends with benefits it makes sense that this city is the one that got number one fort walton beach is the name of the city fwb so they could have just been tweeting out like hashtag fwb like we in fort walton beach you know and they and they and they read it as they they, they out here fucking everybody ah! i have another one mm-hmm. i wanted to be racist though what is it uh oh that white bitch oh <laughs> <laughs> oh she over there with the pogs <laughs> no that that would be p uh you know they use the p for fat uh <laughs> Uh, though I don't put it past them, that might that mm-hmm. might exist. That one probably in top ten. That's probably on some. <laughs> Go on X Hamster. It's probably on there. Oh, I guarantee it is. Um, let's see what else happened. Uh, Texas Senate passes private written bill to license baby jails as childcare facilities. According to the Texas Observer, the Texas Senate passed a bill on May 8th, a bill that will license so-called baby jail family detention centers for undocumented families as child care facilities, all while potentially waiving regulations required of other facilities that offer child care. The bill was passed with a 20 to 11 margin along party lines. So basically, um, the, the, you know, detention centers are where they keep like, uh people that they're trying to either export for the country or uh people that are undocumented and sometimes they they snatch up your whole family if you snatch somebody's mama you gonna you know you gonna normally take the kids and so they have they watch kids quote unquote um but you know really it's a detention center and that the kids are there because their moms and their families are there right well um they've written a bill basically where they can get some of the benefits of you know that that child care facilities get but they don't have to do all the things that child care facilities do you know um so such as like you know necessarily educating your kids and um 
things like that it's just a glorified place to hold kids the the point is it's more government money going to privatized um right. businesses no you shouldn't be allowed to do this yeah the bill was reportedly written by written by geo group which the server described as the nation's second largest for-profit prison corporation that makes sense according to the grassroots nonprofit america's voice three of the four people who testify in favor of the bill are geo employees the observer reported that two of america's three family detention centers reside in texas geo reportedly receives 55 million dollars annually from the federal government for their operation of the carnes county residential center a family detention center south of san antonio that was the subject of a los angeles times expose in 2015 the texas pediatric society has reportedly condemned family detention centers for their potential to cause depression anxiety and impediments to child development right state senator jose rodriguez a democrat from el paso who opposed the bill said that its proponents are placing a lot of faith in the ability of the state to protect these children but the bottom line is these are prisons and there's no question about that there may be some tvs here and there some bunk beds but it is a secure facility it's a baby jail uh rodriguez insisted this bill is written in the law if it's written in the law it will lesser standards and lack of accountability that will result in women and children being harmed right assaulted molested because y'all yeah. don't have the same standard as everybody else and they don't have the rights you know but that's the thing uh people think it's a positive to run the government like a business but it's not mm-hmm. a business because a business doesn't have to really take care of people it like corporate morality is like a a luxury like cor- corporation people don't expect corporations to be caring and whatnot the government does need to have some sort of consideration for the humanity of the citizens so right you can't just be like well we'll just get all the tax benefits from a child health facility but we won't actually take care of these kids like nah they like and the fact that essentially these senators rolled over because you know they probably all getting kickbacks they probably all got money involved they're all getting lobbied uh because these corporations have so much fucking money they all just rolled over and were like makes sense to me you know like because they when you let three of the four people that testify are employees of the company that's going to benefit from the new law you yeah you like that that's complicit you're complicit in it <sighs> anyway uh larry wilmore is back on the air with uh with his podcast black on the air mm-hmm. it's uh, actually really good i heard the first episode it's excellent yeah uh, a lot of people you know like i said I, i've been uh talking about larry wilmore for a few years here but uh i remember when blackish came out people were really worried about the name blackish was what's this show gonna be about and, and uh you you know i was like well larry wilmore was involved with it uh, it's gonna be good whatever it is i was one of people yeah karen was not a fan at first <laughs> um just from the name but he's also been behind insecure um helping Issa ray with that uh which is getting the second season the burning mac show the burning mac show um, in living color yeah like larry Wilmore, one of those people that's just been behind the scenes working hard and a lot of stuff that people mess with they you know they have no idea how much uh he's been involved right a lot of them he, he wrote for and what might not have actually been on the show but he had some connection with these shows yeah so good for him man i think a lot of a lot of these podcast podcasts where a lot of people can go to get a little more freedom than they can get on the air on these tv shows and stuff mm-hmm. and a lot of times you can get your audience to support you so then you don't need to you know worry about getting canceled by comedy central or something like that Mm -mm. um let's see what else happened um 
the mayor of seattle dropped his bid for re-election and announces to end his political career amid allegations he sexually abused four teenage boys oh uh yep the mayor of seattle announced he will drop his bid for re-election in his political career ed murray 62 announced on tuesday morning that he will be stepping down to end his term saying it tears me to pieces to step away but i believe it's in the best interest of the city that i love the announcement came on came one month after delvin heckard 46 filed a lawsuit against murray claiming the mayor paid him for sex when he was 15 maurice lavon jones 44 filed a statement making similar allegations as part of a lawsuit these names sound black yeah, they do. Mm. Uh, and this is a white man too. Mm-hmm. Chocolate. I guess he do. Underage chocolate. Um, ah! <laughs> yeah, he said he paid him for sex with 15. Uh, Maurice LeVon Jones filed a similar statement, uh, making the same, al- similar allegations part of the lawsuit. Uh, at least Shalee filed his DH uh, before he chose a realist full name. Two other men, Jeff Simpson and Lloyd Anderson, came forward with similar allegations against murray in 2008 but heckard is the first to seek legal recourse murray has repeatedly denied each of these allegations listen four different niggas accused you of molesting them when they was teenagers what 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 and it started in 2008 and it's you ain't resigned to 2017 that's my thing and i'm gonna keep it real these are in my opinion, these are probably only the ones that came out. Guarantee right. you, it's a lot of other ones. They was like, I don't want my name in this. Well, we already know most people don't come forward with mm-hmm. these type of allegations. And then, especially men, because there's like an attachment to manhood with a lot of this stuff, too. Mm-hmm. The longtime state lawmaker who led efforts to legalize gay marriage and pushed to increase Seattle's minimum wage $15 as mayor insisted for weeks he would not drop out. But on Tuesday morning, he told a pack room of supporters at the Isle Kai Beach bout house that the 2017 mayoral election must focus on important issues for the city instead of being dominated by a scandal they always pull that move don't they yeah yeah it's for y'all really i mean i can handle it okay but the city y'all don't need these distractions going on with me so i'm gonna just step down for your benefit really because mm-hmm. i mean it's nothing to a pimp like me but mm-hmm. to y'all i'm sure y'all it's probably just tearing your whole world up y'all don't want to hear no more about this right mm-hmm something about to come out and he like let me step my ass down murray a democrat became seattle's first openly gay mayor when he was elected in 2013 vehemently denied the claims and said they want to paint me in the worst possible historic portraits of a gay man uh so yeah you're definitely fighting against the stereotype because people do try to make it seem like oh you're lgbtq that means you some type of child molester you know they always love throwing that out but if this case in this case if it's true then it's true it don't have no reflection on other gay people no, your ass not. is fucked up right. like no like he tried it but you can hide behind that you know it's like how rep- black republicans when they get caught in some shit they be like it's racism you're like wait a minute dog you don't even believe in that you spend your whole day telling black people racism don't exist until something happened to you then it's racist right uh anyway according to the suit filed last month murray would pay him between 10 and 20 dollars for sex over several years after they first met on a city bus in 1986 when the mayor would have been in his 30s the alleged abuse began when heckard was addicted to crack cocaine at the age of 15 now 46 and sober hecker says he's coming forward as part of a healing process after his father's recent death freed him of a desire to keep the alleged abuse secret so yeah in this this case it would does sound like it was some man shit like i don't want my dad to think less of me uh, by saying that i was abused as a kid which you know i don't know that man's dad but nobody should think less of you you were 15 what were you 
uh, like obviously an adult took advantage of you but he had to wait till his dad was dead before he could come out and be like this is what happened which is sad you said twenty dollars twenty dollars i mean ten to twenty dollars he's gonna get some crack it sound like <laughs> i mean that's the only way them crack prices right there man uh you can buy a vcr for that you know you can buy some sex for that true the mayor was supposedly known for patronizing child prostitutes at the time according to jones say, statement mm, okay. murray has maintained he's never paid for sex well i mean it really I that's really that's really not the issue though it's still this underage thing that might be a little more important than whether or not you pay for some sex he's like uh-uh i fucked them 15 years for free baby okay i'm not out here paying for no sex are you crazy look at me um heck is civil suit filings uh the plaintiff uh in in the civil suit filings the plaintiff described a growth that supposedly appeared on murray's penis Uh uh-oh no michael jackson defense they gonna have to look at his penis in response murray had his personal physician dr craig pepin conduct a medical exam that was redacted and released to the press there were no scars or evidence of prior surgery to indicate murray had such a mold removed according to a portion of the exam report that was released the lack of such a mold on murray's genitalia was game-changing said his attorney robert so well of course you his attorney what would you say at a press conference tomorrow april 11th the accuser has absolutely no credibility and the case should be dropped here's my thing let's say in 2000 because he i think he won in 2013 these allegations came out in 2008 right it's 2017 if they just making this shit up why are they sticking why are they still on it if they just making it up it's 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 been a decade now and even longer since the abuse allegedly happened like so what am i supposed to believe these dudes just sit around like oh man in 30 years i'm gonna get this dude that's the goal (laughs) Mm uh the uh mayor murray does not know this person reading wrote this is an ambush copycat false accusation that is being made without any details evidence timeline or anything at all substantive uh to substantiate its veracity mayor murray has never had inappropriate relationships with any minors and mayor murray has never paid for sex really want to drive that one home uh so murray made a similar statement regarding Hecate at the time of his filing of the lawsuit. Uh, he says, I can state categorically that I never had a sexual relationship with the individual whose name was revealed today, Devon Hecker, or any kind of relationship at any time with him. It's possible that I may have met this person before. Sure, it's possible. I, <laughs> what? I have encountered thousands of people over my three decades as an activist and as a public service. Uh, I cannot say for certain that I never encountered him at some point in those 30 years at a time when I was very publicly active and civilly engaged yeah he just waiting for some pictures to pop up mayor added that he did not recognize hecker from a photo he saw it's been 30 years uh hecker filed an amended amended complaint in king county superior court citing his reasoning for revealing his full name as mr simpson and mr anderson have been have been courageous in stepping forward publicly dh feels as though he should not proceed in anonymity um while murray contends the allegations against him are politically motivated hecker noted through filings that he is also openly gay and expressly stated that the lawsuit is not part of any right-wing conspiracy and that's 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 sad that our politics are so divided at this point that you got to be like no i'm just saying he a rapist i'm not i vote democrat too okay guys i'm not trying to take him down 
just i i like don't start pizzagate okay this is just me accusing this man of rape okay the statement filing also include a photo of hecker's attorney lincoln beauregard mm. every time i see that name just feel like <laughs> slavery <laughs> holding the declaration and smiling with a man accused to be john assumed to be jones who appeared to be in jail jones was booked in the king county regional justice center on january 10th on a failure to appear charge uh seattle times also reported that two other men said they knew murray when they lived in portland oregon center for troubled children that's another thing like him saying well i was just active in the community and stuff sometimes people like that prey on the fact that they know that these kids don't have other resources or recourses that's what that dude sandusky was doing he had charities of these young brown and black kids and 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 whatnot and then was out here like oh i'm just trying to help these kids um jeff simpson and lloyd anderson accused murray of abusing them in the 1980s and paying them for sex and said they'd be willing to testify about it well i'm sure the distraction would be gone now that he's uh out of the race and the city would be spared uh speaking of um some shady accounting practices a strip club claimed that dancers were therapists to skirt a 3.1 million dollar uh state tax and state state taxes it was like um no nah, they're not dancers they um penis psychiatrists <laughs> it's not uncommon for companies to try to finesse their way out of hefty tax bill but one manhattan strip club tried a unique excuse when attempting to attempting to skirt 3.1 million dollars in state taxes its dancers were providing therapy to customers and not just entertainment Mm-mm. the penthouse executive Where did they get their penis degrees from penis yeah. degrees yeah. uh i don't know let's went to uh dick university or something <laughs> uh penthouse executive club uh unsuccessfully um argued to a state tax appeals tribunal that it shouldn't have to pay tax because it's dancers provide patrons non-taxable services akin to massage therapists or sex therapists also oh, the phd is for ph dick uh, penis holding degrees karen oh, That's what they bad. call ph degrees the club tax troubles go back several years when it's when an audit from 2010 and 11 found that the company neglected to pay taxes on the sale of its in-house currency the currency dubbed executive dollars is purchased by patrons when they enter and can be used to tip waitresses for or pay for dances the state's department of taxation and finance determined that the currency was similar to an admission charge and subject to taxes as a result an audit determined the club needed to pay taxes on an estimated 24.8 million dollars in executive dollar sales the club however wasn't okay with this bill and challenged it a judge ordered the owner to pay taxes that's when the case was sent to the state tribunal where the club argued the club owner argued what is provided in this club is not entertainment but rather a non-taxable service similar to a therapeutic massage conducted in a sensual manner or personal services provided by a sex therapist right you know I they mean, don't even insure these women they, right. they call the women contractors they don't even like they didn't even want to pay them a, their wages right yeah like somebody said he tried it because you know what last time i checked them people pay for those services like it's that that gets taxed on when i don't get uh, a massage you get taxed on the massage time and all that shit you, you don't do it for free 
additionally it's claimed that the in-house currency was was like play money that was used for the convenience of his dancers who the club argued were independent contractors because y'all don't pay the tribunal didn't agree claiming the club didn't provide evidence to support that argument leaving penthouse executive club with a 3.1 million dollar tax bill well, I'm trying. To, yeah, somebody bought a, bought it this, but then yeah, I come in with my flexible spending card and rack right. up. Yep. Right, y'all accept WIC then? <laughs> I mean, come on, fuck out of here, man. Hey, what's the president? Uh, <laughs> yeah, what's what, <laughs> what university you go to? Uh, I went to Bethune Cockman. <laughs> yes, Cockman. Mm-hmm uh steve harvey tearful in production meeting that the leaked memo did not attend rap party sources say so um apparently steve harvey uh sent out a letter um to his staff um because he was getting tired of people just coming up on him asking for favors stopping him in the hallway for stuff so he put out a whole letter to everybody like y'all need to chill out and then that letter got leaked to uh the press um from somebody who must got it and um yeah i guess it made him sad um but yeah it was a leaked email he said i don't apologize about the letter um he's speaking out in regard to the letter uh the leaked memo he sent to staff telling them not to ambush him in the hallways um of his steve harvey talk show uh he says uh i cannot find a way to walk from the stage to my dressing room to sit in my makeup chair to walk to my oh shit that's not coming from that's not some entertainment tonight this is entertainment tonight it's from i just got with a video playing down the law and a blithering now that has just been leaked telling his staff at times not to approach him or even speak to him memo went up social media and a lot of jump conclusion that he was on some kind of trip so what really goes mine found when i talked to steve exclusively by phone today so steve what happened with the memo i wrote it in here because i was trying to find out just get more me time for me i'm a 60 year old man to walk from the stage to the makeup chair to walk from my dressing room to the stage Steve Harvey spoke exclusively this morning in Chicago, where his talk show was wrapped up last night's production before it moved to L.A. In a startling memo to staffers that just leaked, he wrote, quote, There are no meetings. Don't stop by popping in. No one. Do not have room. And open my dressing door. It goes on. If you open my door, it can be removed. My security team will stop everyone from standing at my door who have the intent to see or speak to me. He told me he said memo because some staffers were taking advantage of his open door policy. I'm in the hallway. I'm getting ambushed by people with friends to come to the show and have me sign and do this. So who the memo? Well, Steve has some suspicions. You know, at the end of the season, everybody knows the show is moving to Los Angeles. A couple of people are not happy with that. They're disgruntled. So why would you wait until the end of the season? Support something that I did back in August, and it was just simply asking everybody honor and respect that. Look, man, anybody, if you come out of house, you don't want anybody on your porch waiting on you. You walk in your car, you don't even bother you on the way to the car. Everybody wants the freedom to be able to move around. I just didn't want to be in this prison anymore where I had to be in this one little room, scared to go out and take a breath of fresh air without somebody approaching. So 
I wrote a letter, man. I don't apologize about the letter, but it's kind of crazy what people who took this thing and ran, man. I appreciate you asking me. <laughs> oh man first of all i want this letter uh when i had a job i should have had this letter uh to send to my friends and co-workers like y'all don't come in my cubicle uh don't make eye contact with me when you see me walking down the hall yeah you know because i know a lot well i've i've heard what people say this is my uh feelings about it uh i do understand the purpose of the letter it should have been worded differently mm-hmm. uh because a person in his position he's like hey i cannot move around here without impromptu stuff like and basically them niggas got on his nerves and he was like hey y'all need to stop this bullshit you know there's a proper way to have this you actually should have had a staff meeting versus in the email say hey, y'all come here say hey i just want y'all to know when i move around just be conscious of it yeah yeah like like it's it's a proper way to get it across that you're tired of being ambushed other than this letter because see once you write a letter people have what you said in writing and and they're gonna take it and they're gonna put it out yeah they mad yeah they upset and yeah people are petty because they you know them people are best gonna lose their job when you move mm-hmm. so they don't give a fuck about your feelings so yeah it's it's a proper way to get this point across without uh the method that he used. I, I think also he tries to put a certain image out there this warm friendly mm-hmm guy but at the same time is you know it always falls fails upon examination like he's the guy that oh i love women but then you listen to what he talks about you're like dog this sounds like you hate women like some of the stuff some of your advice is like you know uh it's your fault your man cheating it's your fault you ain't got no man uh you need to stop dressing a certain way stop talking a certain way like you know he's one of those people and i think for it's hard for people to separate the fact that for a lot of people they just don't like him period well, correct so seeing this letter they immediately was like man f steve harvey this is what but for me it was like uh i understand why you would need to write the letter um because honestly it's not like i, I think oprah probably got a letter like this uh mm-hmm some of the stuff you hear about like j-lo and And, mariah carey and and it's probably written in a softer tone that's the thing maybe what you do is you have your people do it see what so what you do is you tell your people like these are the things i want and then they go around before you even get there like i know j-lo has something where people can't have gum like you can't be chewing gum when she around um like and who knows i don't know if one day somebody was just like after she said something she was like oh you you try to get an attitude and she was like i don't know i'm just chewing some gum she was like well, all right no more gum for nobody i don't know what happened but she don't come out and tell you that her people come out and tell you that you gone baby i'm gone oh i'm off the screen mm-hmm. oh okay let me refresh like me and mama's on now they can't hear okay now. it's just me and her now oh, okay all right i don't know how long I was it's 93 so i don't 90 so i don't know if you want to start a new session no no it doesn't start to 120 but to me it's totally unprofessional mm-hmm. because if you have your staff in the hallway, why are they not working? Right. That's, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. If it's that big of a problem, they should have been fired. Yeah. I, and I think, see, that's the other thing. I think people want to, especially in that business, you want to put forward a certain type of reputation and image. So, and the people value that. Like, it makes it seem like Steve Harvey, he's so approachable. He's such a good guy. such a good christian man you know you can just walk up to him i told steve one day i said my mama is sick if you could just take a picture with me she would love that and and he wants to be have that rep i think 
but at some point people do abuse that shit and you do have to be like hey man y'all need to get back to work and like put file a meeting put a conference call on something like that if it's that big a deal i just think people know that uh they don't like steve harvey yeah and that's what people were responding to that and i turned funny more than the letter (laughs) yeah but you gotta like i said you just gotta have your people do it right you can't be out because it make you sound like you're the dick when you gotta make it sound like you gotta make it sound like oh those people are very protective of him as opposed to you coming out and saying that you know so it's just you know i his 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 stature has changed in the last what 10 to 20 years like yeah this ain't this ain't um kings of comedy steve harvey no more this This is radio show tv show right. hosting these beauty pageants like you, whole you want level. like and you know i think is one you know i hate to be that guy but i'm trying to be empathetic to the fact that you know yo once your once that attention changes you have to start changing too because not mm-hmm. everybody's built for that Mm-mm. and especially when you can't have a moment for yourself and when everybody wants something from you um i can see how it would be overwhelming and you'd be like hey man y'all gotta calm down like it can't just be y'all walking in my dressing room uh while i'm trying to eat lunch or whatever because not everybody has the respect for that and also everyone thinks they think is the exception to the rule right like everyone thinks you know i I can't imagine like believe how many times like even with just doing a podcast i'll get like an email or something where it's like this is can you do this this and this and i'm like well we have we say that we don't do this thing or you know we talk about on the show we don't do that and it, but it's like they think well for me it's different right no mm-hmm. it's not different for you like everybody's the same you can't we like this this has to be a rule for everybody but you know i just ain't put it in writing and send it to everybody so but uh anyway the worst part is that those are the rules he has during sex too so yeah no look him in the eyes don't stop him none of that and i'm um, gonna keep it real a lot of people truth be told as much as people quote unquote want to be truthful when you're truthful everybody gets offended when your truth is hey y'all i need i need my space and everybody won't act like there's something wrong with you for demanding space yeah i would like i said i would bet money that most of the people that do these type of gigs have similar rules and stuff mm-hmm. you know I, some of the stuff you hear about david letterman and jay leno and them man well you hear like you know johnny carson like sometimes you hear comedians talk about it. i listen to a lot of podcasts with comedians and they'll talk about the like how scared they were of these people i'm like why were they so scared do you know because that's because that image on tv make it seem like you could walk up to david letterman and shake his hand but yep. at work he probably be like man i'm at work like i'm, I'm trying to work. figure a way out to make something funny every damn night on tv i might not have time to sit and chit chat with you dog uh so anyway um don't go up in steve harvey room y'all without asking first well this thing is ready to move I wish somebody would have punched him in the face <laughs> but taking that picture with Donald Trump. Right. That's what they should have said. That's what they should have been offended about. That's probably that's probably why the open door policy had to stop. I, People kept coming in and being like, but why you take that picture with Donald Trump? Uh, you know what? I'm trying to eat my salad. You know what? That wouldn't be surprising if that's what made him change his policy. Right. Steve, I got a quick question. It's just a big ass line of black people outside the door. Steve, I have a quick question, real quick. I'd like to see your answer too. Why are you taking pictures of Donald Trump? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Let's get into, uh, some other stuff. How about some, uh, fucking with black people? Let me see my songs. There we go. <laughs> Let 
we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys it's time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game where we go all around the globe and we give find different articles and we give scores from zero to 100 interval 25 how much we feel fucked with as black people today's contestants everybody all right let's get it started Mm-mm-mm. um oh white supremacist richard spencer the dude who got punched in the face the nazi neo-nazi dude uh he led a kkk style mob of torch wielding protesters chanting you will not replace us in a fight to keep a statue of robert e lee in virginia park but i'm supposed to feel bad he got punched in the face apparently uh alt-right leader and white supremacist richard spencer led a torch wielding mob crying russia is our friend and you will not replace us in a protest of the removal of the controversial statue of the pro-slavery civil war general robert e lee it's kind of weird because like in a way it feels like uh the confederate states won last november like it took them hundred you know it took them a couple hundred years but they kind of won you know and and it's funny because people are removing these statues and stuff in the south now um some of these confederate um monuments which they should be doing but it's giving them a rally point of like look they're erasing us from the history books you know as opposed to being like i mean because these essentially were traitors like these people turned on their nation tried to start their own country and turn their backs on the united states government and yet we're supposed to treat them like heroes and people have been treating them like heroes our whole lives when they really were some of the biggest traitors in united states history and in the white house right now we got a bunch of damn russian uh spies and they they the biggest traitors right now and they and people are celebrating them all under the banner of whiteness yep. like as long as they white it's okay you know it's crazy but yeah marcha showed up showed up in their dozens at the park at charlottesville virginia where the monument is on display uh by only 10 minutes into protest police were called because of altercation among some of the marchers forcing the demonstrators just to scatter uh, white and white crime it's sad yeah. they can't even come together and try to intimidate black people together right, what about the cheese in wisconsin what about the cheese in wisconsin <laughs> public figures have condemned the gathering with some including the city's mayor saying echoes the practices of the ku klux klan the event was either profoundly ignorant or was designed to instill fear in our minority populations in a way that harkens back to the days of the kkk said mayor mike signer either way as mayor of the city i want everyone to know this we reject this intimidation we are welcome we are a welcoming city but such intolerance is not welcome here i mean after you let them march uh the controversy surrounding the statue began in april when charlottesville city council voted three to two to remove and sell the monument the debate about the statue has been ongoing for a year and it has attracted leaders from the alt-right group including spencer um the 39 year old who was credited with beginning the alt-right movement has been quoted by nazi propaganda and has been in the virginia town leading protesters and giving speeches also the demonstration was a conservative blogger jason kessler who tried to oust the vice mayor west bellamy uh for now the city council has a legal mountain to climb since the judge issued a court order halting the removal of the statue for at least the next six months there's also been dissent over the council's decision to rename parks named after robert e lee and thomas jackson also confederate civil war general there have yet to be any injunctions issued against this decision you know what's interesting about that 
so many white people today are like i ain't on slaves but you sure do want to keep the names of the people that did honored like if it's so despicable and so ridiculous and you have nothing to do with it why do you find pride in the in in the people that tried to subjugate black people i don't understand like i don't care that that was your forefathers your hair like it's like if you you know like you can't celebrate these people and also claim to not be part of the problem right anyway zero to 100 karen oh 100 100 for karen all right what about you mom you know 100 all right 100 for everybody so say we all um anytime i see his name it's 100 anyway mm-hmm. <laughs> it was the happiest day of my life when you got punched in the face yes uh a melbourne restaurant is grilled for a disgracefully racist receipt uh disgracefully racist what other ways are there to be racist i don't know is it respectfully right as opposed right (laughs) as opposed to the the uh very originally racist a staff member of neil perry's burger project restaurant has been sacked over a racial slur typed on a customer's receipt melbourne man uh nicholas Muching Muchinguri was issued the offensive docket on Friday when he ordered lunch with a group of friends at the chain's Melbourne outlet. The order read order number sixteen niggas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because in some restaurants you have like areas where you can uh the server can actually write stuff on the note. A lot of times it's where people normally write names. <laughs> yeah, why do they do that? just take that shit off don't allow people to edit the shit because that's what happens and then it prints out yeah and why like and why would you take that risk it's coming on a receipt that i'm gonna see dummy you think i'm not gonna notice that you wrote niggers on here uh in an open letter to burger project munch and Gurry's wife rotendo uh demanded action over the disgracefully discriminatory treatment received by her hard-working black husband and it's, it's, it's exhausting that in 2017 but once again black woman stepping up to save the day uh he didn't even write the letter she wrote it no, he uh, told her about it probably brush it off she was like oh hell no he won't right it's exhausting that in 2017 in a modern and multicultural society some of your staff remain insistent to the impact that this insidiously nasty and vile word has come on you can do better this is not okay burger project which is one of the many businesses owned by celebrity chef neil perry's Rockpool dining group issued a statement on facebook in which it apologized profusely for the upset and hurt caused by the staff member whose position was terminated we have a clear policy of respect and care for our customers staff and community we do not condone this behavior or behavior from our or any this kind of behavior from our staff or accept this treatment of our customers the employee beha- employee's behavior was in breach of code of conduct and such behavior won't be tolerated while miss Muchinguri denied the brand's claims that it reached out to her husband on friday afternoon she said perry personally contacted them saturday morning although we are happy to see that there were repercussions for the staff member we don't wish him any ill will hopefully this will turn into a learning opportunity for him and entire staff at burger project she wrote on facebook post yeah i, I wish you ill will you call me a nigga sorry uh with this like we always gotta add that addendum to the end of our stuff don't we <laughs> like you died niggas burning hell oh man he lost his job man i i I really didn't want him to lose his job i just was saying don't call me the n-word like yes i do i want all the bad things happen to you man leave me alone i was just trying to eat a burger uh with his initial post with her initial post having attracted hundreds of comments and reactions she said she and her husband were encouraged to see most of the people were sympathetic to how wrong and hurtful the staff member had been by the way shout out to 
most of the people it can't never be all the people can it can't never be all the people i always gotta be somebody giving that other perspective but aren't y'all niggas though i don't understand uh we come a long way but there's polite way aren't y'all negroes right well aren't i mean y'all saying in rap music i don't aren't thou negroes why can't we call you that i don't get it thou art negroes don't you we come a long way but there's still more to do and more conversation to be had she wrote it may be uncomfortable at times but it's during the tension of these situations where we can see real growth and change Mm-mm-mm. uh zero to 100 karen oh 100 all right karen is going 100 mom mm-hmm. i'm with karen i also give it 100 uh at first i thought it was the order like it was 16 niggas at the table but i think they just said order number 16 niggers oh uh, we've been 16 niggas at the table this would have been completely different mm-hmm. <laughs> well you guys know tlc is back um and you know they are trying to um make this album mm-hmm. they got uh funding for it on gofundme two years ago right and they just now started getting ready to release it they're apparently going on some type of press they were doing press in the united kingdom so um they said uh, did we play this already on the show the 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 all lives matter shit no mm-hmm. okay so they asked them about t boz and chili about the uh black lives matter and chili said i personally didn't go to any marches or anything like that but for me all lives matter you know what i mean she said to the white woman interviewing her because there's a time different groups are targeted for different things you know what i'm saying so i just think that just the whole what happened police brutality against these young black boys all that kind of stuff is wrong even if it was a caucasian teen kid that was happening to or whatever yeah that's, that shows a disconnect i always feel like i don't think these people are connected like either on the internet they don't right, listen that's, to anybody that's is. there's no activism in them because i always feel like these black celebrities you know they they got money they kind of can exist in their own world they don't want you popping into their break room to talk to them like maybe they feel like to they are expressing something new that nobody understands um but it's especially disheartening when black people say it because i feel like that means that they've accepted this idea that when they when someone says black lives matter it means only black lives matter which is not what it means Mm-mm. you know what i mean like it's, it's just too implied on the end too right and then people are so proud that they won't even come back and be like oh i just didn't know what i was talking about my bad y'all like i think jerry rice did that like he said that all lives matter thing and people was on twitter like hey man the, the, and he came back later and was like my bad i didn't know that's what it meant you know anyway but i mean the sound like it, like i said i i think they really just don't like they don't know and then also a lot of times people asking these questions are white people right and, they and, think they, and you think there's a middle ground between you and this white person where i can well if i say all lives matter that's the right answer like it's a trick question or something what a white person would be like correct all lives do matter right that and also i think too you're black and they think black people's in the black Lives matter movement so they put a microphone in your face and ask you a question and you might not have no idea about the situation they just assume that you're black and you have an answer well she's explained her comment she got interviewed with the sh- on the shade room and said of course black lives matter and the killing of young black boys is heartbreaking to all of us by the way they always go with the black boys on that one too they yeah. killing everybody like they're not just it's not just it's not just young black boys they're killing adult black males they're killing black women they're killing black girls 
like they like you like it's just a disconnect from it i'll just assume yeah, that and not trying to funny the poster people for being for black people is black black men, men yeah. yeah or yeah. these black kids right really. the black kids it's right. still black boys right you know the poster is male <laughs> right trayvon mm-hmm, right. Rice, people star name right. mike brown that's correct they all the time and you might you may if they if they hear about them get the women on the end and there's a right. handful of women the few that rolls up to where you had to pay them attention yeah like a sandra bland or somebody right yeah. um uh, everyone knows i'm a black mother of a black son so there's no way i could watch what's happening and not be affected that video was from an interview in london asking me about issues happening in the u.s my response was inclusive of everyone but not meant to undervalue the black lives matter movement or to suggest police brutality against blacks is acceptable still don't think she gets I, it i just don't believe it because i'm sure her son knows about trayvon martin right and so just like it's taken two years for this yeah i feel like a lot of this stuff is just people being scared right because they don't want to fuck up their money yeah they so scared that that somehow some some somebody gonna get upset that with them but you know because and i will say this we have it has been proven especially over the last couple of years white people are so reactionary to you even bringing up race just you can just tell like they accuse black people that talk about race being a real racist Come on. uh people thought barack obama was some type of fucking like pro-black militant activist dude for just being like yeah you know trayvon martin if i had a son he could look like that and they was like oh, this nigga we need to get him out of the white house we don't need no activists in the white house so i definitely can relate to um the fear but man like my mom said either don't answer or don't be scared because you can't you're not gonna please everybody with this half-ass all lives matter bullshit no you're not well i'll tell you what black lives will matter when they purchase her cd right don't purchase her cd right because i ain't buying it because them gonna be all the people to buy them white folks ain't buying nothing because as much as uh people quote-unquote claim uh when it comes to black people that we don't have no buying power what we do have is cool power and if niggas say it's cool, white folks would follow behind you. If niggas say it ain't cool, black folks ain't buying your shit. I mean, white folks ain't buying your shit either. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, zero to a hundred. Oh, yeah, she should get a hundred. And my, and my, my thing is this. What would be the proper way to not answer that question? I guess that's my question. Like, because they're going to ask you regardless. They're going to put a mm-hmm. microphone in your Like, what is the best answer to be, to, you know, you know what's to funny? be like, I don't know. You want to know what's funny? You could literally say, I don't know. Not okay. enough people Not enough people use it. Uh, honey, I do, because I'm like, I don't know. Right, you know. Like, sometimes we'll talk about certain things on the show, and I'm like, I don't have an answer. Right. You know what I mean? Like, people get off on having the answer in cases where you don't have an answer. Or you don't have an answer that will please everybody. Correct. You know what I mean? Like, it's no answer that will please everybody. Sometimes you just got to say, I don't know. Or, you know, yeah, like, I don't know. You know, or somebody says, what do you think about Black Lives Matter? You can also be like, man, I really haven't looked into it in, in these years. Like, instead of being like, all lives matter. Uh, did I get it right? You know what I mean? You can just be like, I don't know. I, I don't keep up with it, to be honest. You know? Um that people there's a certain level of understanding that people have of you being honest and being like having a human moment like i don't keep up with that stuff uh it might be because it's too painful for you 
you know that's a lot you know gotta look at all this black death and marches and shit every day uh it might just be that you you busy trying to just live your life you know it could be a lot of reasons other than reflexively all lives matter am i am i in trouble you know um anyway do some research before you start answering these and that's the thing do some research jesus i don't know about them but a lot of times you have and i don't know maybe like i said i think i have a false perception of you paying people to speak on your behalf and you still say ignorant shit and speak on your own behalf i sometimes i forget that i'm like ain't you paying somebody to do this right you say ignorant shit you paying somebody to inform you don't you can't be ignorant right but i mean we know they ain't got no people they paying though well not not them not them they had to to go fund me to get the album can and it took two years not not them not them particularly but i know one thing if i pay your ass to keep me informed you better keep me informed or you ain't got no motherfucking job i pay you to be on top of this shit yeah i i think we have such an emphasis from people trying to be like i don't see race we don't talk about race it's not a problem if we don't talk about it that this is the kind of response you get when you're just not informed i'd rather be informed and people say something and be upset that i you know that i said the truth than to just not be informed and start freestyling these answers because you can't freestyle this answer the way you freestyle shit like you know oh what's your favorite city on tour or whatever like you can just freestyle that you can't freestyle there's no answer that's gonna appease everybody you know Mm -hmm. and if you don't care just say you don't care correct um all right uh let's see we got another one a lexington pastor apologized for his blackface skit at church a lexington pastor apologized saturday to people who were offended by a white man performing in blackface as part of a skit at the church pastor jeff fugate of clay's mill road baptist church said he got at least a dozen messages from people upset by his performances the skits were part of the national young fundamentalist conference held at the church wednesday through friday the conference for teens in seventh through twelfth grades had about a thousand attendees from a dozen states it is held in cooperation with commonwealth baptist college of which fugate is president fugate said he did not know in advance that his personal assistant joseph pickens would perform in blackface he said pickens appeared in blackface on two separate occasions and part of a skit involving a boxing match pitting him as mr t playing against someone portraying curly of the three stooges were there any black children at least 1,000 people at your thing? Why did he have to go blackface? Come just put on a stupid-ass mohawk and just do the voice. You'd we'll been, get it. It's not like we looked at the picture and then you'd be like, that's Mr. T. Boy, I didn't see it at first. Ooh, but but, but once he, you put that shoe polish on your face, I said, that is Mr. T. I can't believe you became Mr. T Put him side moment. by side. You see that, that boy? You see that, that boy? They look just like like you about to win i thought you were gonna win an award the way that you was so mr t in that <laughs> moment i said this man going for the oscar method acting um i'll see if i put the picture on the screen i probably have to blow it up but um because they took the video down oh you know they did mm-hmm. he apologized to anyone offended says i wouldn't offend a black person for the world i sure am sorry somebody's Tell, trying to say i'm a racist but that's the last thing i am is anybody racist nope nobody racist blackface nope not in them not in them people out there do, doing they klu klux klan march about that statue 
the fugue said the church's bus ministry picks up about 800 children for church each week and he estimated that half of them are black he said the three stooges bit is a tradition and you in thought the this was okay half of them are black half and this bullshit was okay 400 black kids just sitting in there like the fuck is going on today it's always silly he said he said clay mill streamed the event online for people who weren't able to attend in person oh jesus oh no no No. he said that's why the whole world saw it the youtube video showing the skit appeared friday on stuff fund which builds itself as a humor site and an independent fundamentalist baptist and my thing is this guarantee you that person who did blackface was not the only adult around no of course not didn't somebody else be like wash your motherfucking face probably the only no black adults you know that's that's true they pick up those black kids because it's like look we help them doing charity we doing good work uh anyway let's put on blackface but even that these quote-unquote woke white folks the folks that's out here for black lives matter be like wash your motherfucking face dog don't you go out don't you go no adult had no fucking common sense to tell him to wash his goddamn face i think you have a higher opinion of uh these people than than i do i doubt that they notice it's not that i think they racist like most racism i think is not purposeful just like most sexism isn't purposeful most homophobia isn't purposeful but it doesn't make it less harmful but i don't think they think about stuff like that i don't think they think he's doing mr t in blackface this is so offensive they knew that there were going to be 400 black kids in the audience every person that saw him knew that and they went oh this is funny okay look he looks like mr t that's what they was thinking like i said man and it may be just me and from my perspective ain't nobody paying attention to the kids getting smacked up and doing stupid shit on the snapchat and all this shit for motherfucking blackface like nobody think nobody in this motherfucking group none of the adults thought this shit was offensive and i don't know maybe just me it's a hundred fuck y'all somebody should have said watch that shit off your motherfucking face nigga it is a hundred for sure but no i'm not i'm not i'm not surprised that's why you need different people in the room and different voices because the same way you can get a pepsi ad to come out that's that's offensive to black lives matter uh uh to to black people in general like it's all kind of the same like like you have a bunch of people that don't see these things or care about these things so to them it's just like who cares like yeah. that's how it happened the same reason that we what we talked a couple of weeks ago about that all-male legal uh the all-male senator panel that's supposed to be deciding on west virginia's mm-hmm. um you like women's health care and if you can sue your rapist or something like that for child support right we soon as we seen it was all men we were like this is a horrible idea right the same thing with this the, i guarantee the people in this room were a bunch of white dudes and they went it's funny they put it out on the internet you know what i mean nobody thought it was a bad idea nobody even knew to think of this as this is blackface they went this is funny even knowing because this isn't even a situation where it's like well they just didn't think any kid any black people would see it and be offended no 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 no. they knew black people were gonna see it they knew at least 400 black kids were gonna see it they sent the video was for them and they still didn't even think about it they just don't think right and 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 like i said and i guess like you say i'll start a new no new session okay moving Uh, over now like you say it's one of those things can you add my mom back too sorry how can you be that disconnected you don't know or think about people we all should roll over i'm okay it'll just put y'all back on screen 
no no not back on screen but yeah uh, okay well we i guess should. my mom can put herself back on screen because she should get the the prompt okay yeah. I'm, I'm doing it right now yeah um in a second once he move over you're gonna get a thing to actually do accept okay all right call to audience all right i just did it so let you me know if you get it can change i see roger oh, okay yeah she should send you a link like something should pop up on your screen i'm inviting you back and give me a second to invite her back give me one second uh and i don't know if you have to do the mic thing again karen and you gotta mute yourself too karen getting the echo i don't muted her karen uh yeah i i I, like i said i i just think they don't care they don't think about us and yeah and and that's true and like you said before i don't remember if this was on mic or off mic when a person is in a marginalized group you are always you try your best to always be considerate of other people because you understand what it's like to be ignored and this is my thing and this is why you know white folks go we can't be trusted and i'm looking like all y'all white folks in there and as much as when black people come out and they chastise you and they talk about the bullshit that you let go on i guess my problem is no white person stood up there's nothing inside of you morally that said that this was not right but they don't know they don't know that it's wrong and they don't care because they don't pay attention to it being wrong that's my belief like and if anyone even had a tingling of maybe it's wrong if this dude's in a position of power where he's the president of the university they like i if he want to do it what i'm gonna say true 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 true. because you know what this means is if i know it's wrong i have to come to this man who's in charge and say you know this is racist and you know you being racist right now and he gonna be like hell no i ain't racist you fire you racist for saying i'm racist get your ass how dare the the last thing i'll be is racist you know what i mean or like you think i would allow a racist skit like that's how they get more offended by you bringing it up so i understand the fear and shit and you're right especially in a religious organization someone should step up someone should morally feel obligated to do the right thing i just like i said i really think they don't be thinking about us that's true you're not going that's the truth they don't think about us they don't consider us and it's not until you get the backlash that somebody goes oh this shit is wrong and it wouldn't be surprising if somebody did say something and it got ignored yeah because i i'm frequently in situations where i'll be in a room where it's like i'm at the basketball court and dudes are talking about women and i'm like unless i say something y'all are just gonna keep up with this stupid shit you know what i mean like that's how and i think that's how life works for a lot of privileged places like if like when you're american and y'all talking about people not from america you know uh people start saying shit and you're like unless somebody say something this is how it's gonna happen now this is even worse because like i said every week y'all pick up 400 black kids and (laughs) talk to them and at no point did you think we need some type of racial sensitivity training or understanding before we start presenting these things well your staff and all that because i guarantee and, you yeah. this has been this has been something that it covered and been like don't do this bullshit right uh and now i'm just worried about them kids like what are they, what kind of instruction they getting every week right where are the, right. pa- where are the parents yeah I, well, I don't yeah i don't know and, i don't even know if those kids like they might be picking them up from a uh 
organization where maybe they don't have parents involved or something like that i guarantee you like that's what happened I guarantee you these are underprivileged children a lot of these children are uh, single parent homes or something where they're kind of watching and taking care of the children and it's not like they do this every day true they did the blackface kid and got called out so if i was a parent i probably thought oh it's, they cool they come get my kid they they give them a little bit of the word every week and you know send them back home cool i'm glad let my kid go on a retreat you know obviously it's a fundamentalist thing which is like them super super christian so you know i i I bet you that there are people that are involved that feel like oh it's cool they're and then this shit happens and you're like now i gotta consider everything that i've been doing i gotta reconsider sending these kids down here yeah Yeah. but but part of religion is talking about marginalized people it's supposed to be making things better mm-hmm. yeah it's supposed to be but the but the thing about it uh what a lot of people when it comes to religion particularly we talking about christianity right here particularly christianity um the foundation of it particularly the way it was taught in america is that niggas were not included you know they use christianity to 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 stand up the right that god says you can own slaves god says you can beat slaves god says they are property god says they have no rights not only did they teach the white people they taught the slaves the same thing too that god says you're less than god says you're not worthy god says this is not for you and it's amazing how black people took that same religion and and leaned on it and turned around and said i can have more god says i'm better i am worthy i don't have to be in chains and so a lot of times when you get back down to this in my mind a lot of the uh root of the foundation is it when it comes to particular christianity a lot of people particularly white people don't don't actually understand that it's actually quote-unquote supposed to be for everybody you know oh, well, it's they, supposed they, to be but, just, but, but they don't look at it they don't cons- they can't consider everybody right. they just don't you know they can't see it from other people's perspective um he said that um there were several black people that were in attendance for the skit and at least one of them participated in it this nigga <laughs> now that's the person i want to talk to it's, all, yes. it's always one right <laughs> be like what you getting the paycheck dog? you know the sad part that nigga got passed over for the role of mr t right they, he right could, he could have got the, the role white man t- got the role for the black man in the skit ain't that just like hollywood Come he could have played Mr. T and that wouldn't have been a problem. You'd be like, you know what? We won't do Mr. T. I'm a black, and you might be bad at it. Here's the mohawk. Go. Right. I hope I don't take this, but was uh, John Ridley in the room? John Ridley? Uh, oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> that is him. That's not... John Ridley was like, I don't see what the problem is. Yeah. He got the, he, yeah, the white man got the part for the, for the black man. And in the skit and was uh hamming it up man in yeah, front of all them I, black kids they interviewed him i don't see nothing wrong with it yeah i got a clip of that part y'all too. might be in for a treat you know back before the war broke out i was a saucier in san antonio i bet i could call up some of them greens yeah noodle some crawfish out the patty yo ha. i made some crab apples for dessert now yeah hey yeah ha. mm-hmm love that movie Mm-hmm. He was he, the black man was in there upset, and he was in there being Mr. T. I pitied the fool, jive turkeys. You, you know what? You know what they told him. We, we saw the t- he, he probably applied for the job. They was like, we saw to tell you, you don't quite fit the characteristics of the role. Yeah, we got some background roles for you if you want to stand in the back and look Can at me, be Mr. Trees? T. Mr. T gonna need some black friends, so it won't be so offensive. Ah! 
so if you want to be mr t's friend in the background you can be one of the kids he gets off of drugs with his uh <laughs> with his cartoons you can be the single parent mm-hmm. yeah he, he was overqualified yeah that's how we all talk we all talk like this huh this huh yeah mm-hmm. get some crawfish and some ribs <laughs> yeah you're australian be australian excuse me kangaroo jack um but yeah he said he's a few guys said pickens has been hurt by the ordeal let's make it about him uh he said blackface part of the skit was put on innocently or in ignorance and i'd never do it again he's not racist he said the preacher he said preacher i'm so sorry i just didn't think about it the name of the conference was contend which is taken from jude 1 3 in the bible which urges christians to earnestly contend for the faith the boxing thing was intended to convey the message that there's a fight every day we have to fight to avoid temptations such as drugs alcohol sexting and the like oh sexting made it in there is that in the bible oh shit now that up did an update i didn't know that i didn't know the old testament did an update sexting is in the bible it must be in the new firmware um all right so zero to a hundred oh that man get a hundred okay i'm on a hundred hundred for me as well (laughs) yeah like i said be great uh go ahead i would say maybe, maybe my thoughts of uh humanity is bigger than it actually is sometimes because i'm like nobody nobody but yeah ahead. but you know i mean i guarantee that kind of stuff happens all the time though correct it just depends on the person if you examine some of the conversations we have i'm sure there's moments when we just don't think about how this would look to somebody else correct so i just don't think they think about it i mean i if if anything i i think when i say that people feel like i'm letting people off the hook when i'm really saying it's mm. kind of worse right they don't like even intentional racism is fucked up it really is yeah. but it's almost worse when you d- just don't care so you you actually do racist shit and you don't care and then when it's brought to your attention you become the victim because you like i'm so hurt i would never do something racist and now it's still all about you not the people not them kids like you ain't apologize to them kids like to their parents to the parents to the other black person in the skit like your organization right you know it's that kind of like i'm so hurt now that i've been out of there as a racist like you just don't think about people it happens you know but anyway all right last one uh, a man got into a confrontation because he was black and he was just standing around and a white woman decided that that was not okay why are you getting closer to me and my father has many mansions how about that father has many mansions my father has many mansions you can walk you know what you're carrying a lady you have a cd player and you and you got money girl well she does have a cd player i don't know where she found a disc in 2017 Woo. but she decided to stop her white business to tell this black man he was standing around and she didn't like it even though she was supposed to be using her walkman to be walking through uh she decided to confront him about him standing there oh, and then so she said she was his own business yeah and okay. she said she was gonna get her father she was gonna tell her father that he was out there standing around nope i can call jesus oh that's that spirit in you come on out 
Get away from me. Get away from me. Get away. I don't. My father's already here. I'm not. Pre He's present. He's a present help in the time of trouble. You're distressed. I can call on Jesus. He answers prayer. He he answers prayer. You go. You leave me alone. You're you're getting closer to me. You're you're by my car, sweetie. You're you're by my car. You go. On. You go and be great with your lavender. Go. <laughs> go back to where you came from. And I believe. <laughs> go on, sweetie. Get away. Get with your Jerry beads. Go. <laughs> go. Nobody's following you. You go. Go. You didn't have to. You didn't have to say. You didn't have to say anything to me. I wasn't even talking to you. Oh my God! It's coming out of her. I can call my father, Jesus. Jesus. How I love him and trust him. You go be great now, sweetheart. You're turning red from your back. <laughs> walk. This is a walk. This is a walk. <laughs> you hold on to God, His unchanging hand. He promised, "Yea, I will never leave you, nor forsake you." <laughs> He's here with you un until the end of time. It's coming out of her. I dare you to scream, Jesus! Jesus. That's it. Jesus! No name above that name. Every knee shall bow. That's all right. Keep on walking. Mary Mary said it. Mary Mary said it. Mary Mary said it. You got to walk. You got to walk. You got to walk. Keep on walking. Standing while black. Stand. That's what just happened. Standing while black. Y'all, she was upset. She couldn't believe it. She was upset because I said, I own a business. And she said, I'm richer than you. But you carrying the CD player, daughter of Christ. <laughs> daughter, I'm standing here minding my business. We're standing minding our business. And she was upset. Very upset. That's that spirit. She said, I don't believe in Jesus. That's all right. We're blessed. You see, we're blessed. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, all right, guys. Zero to 100. Oh, they get it zero. Zero from Karen. Mom? Zero. All right. Mom's giving a zero, too. Whew. Man, that was good. With your lavender on. Oh, <laughs> With your lavender. And that red in your back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I guess we can lighten it up with some uh, white people news. Oh, I give it zero as well, by the uh, way. Uh, and, 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 and people say we don't like religion. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, man. I give that a zero. Uh she was and she was like i'm gonna call my dad and then when he was like when he talked back to her she was like i'm just standing here that's what started everything you got mad at me standing here now you don't want to leave what the hell 
boy i tell you mm. right you gonna call the cops and your people on me for standing here next to my car having a conversation and she wasn't scared right because she didn't run yeah walk your anti-skip technology shit down the street come on dog good grief i hope your walkman got forward and reverse on it you need to rewind and start this shit over again hope your battery's working well all four of them all the four triple a's you got in there all right let's do some white people news guys uh this is white people news uh music time okay everybody get ready namaste <laughs> <laughs> oh man what happened to the video oh did it leave i'm sorry is it back okay it's back let me make it bigger for y'all I tried to drink it away. <laughs> I tried to pull one in the air. I tried to dance it away. I tried to change it with my hand. I ran my credit card bill up. Thought a new dress would make it better. I tried to work it away. Just made me even sadder. I tried to keep myself busy. I ran around in circles, thinking I made myself dizzy. Slipped it away, sexed it away, I read it away. Sometimes I don't want to feel those metal clouds I tried to run it away Thought that my head be feeling clearer I traveled 70 states I'm moving around, make me feel better I tried to let go my lover Thought if I was alone Then maybe I could recover To ride it away Or cry it away Don't you cry, babe Oh, he freestyled on it Okay <laughs> Come through, Andrew Sing it, Trevor It's your lavender Sound like Johnny Cash. Cause it's like cranes in the sky. Sometimes I don't want to feel those metal clouds. Way, 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 way. It's like cranes in the sky. 
Sometimes I don't want to feel those metal clouds <laughs> Cause it's like cranes in the sky Sometimes I don't want to feel those metal clouds That's what I'm talking about Oh shit, not the guitar breakdown Come through this morning I'm surprised he ain't crying at the end just couldn't hear the sobbing thanks buddy um all right white people news time um uh uh, wait we gotta start with that y'all man i forgot Um, uh, the person y'all installed to the top of this country uh attorney general orders tougher citizen uh sentencing and roll back uh obama uh policy about uh drug possession like small amounts of drugs you won't get uh really tough sentencing now you can get like life in prison prison for just like a small amount of marijuana again um uh, according you know with jeff sessions gonna funnel that money straight to private prisons gonna incarcerate a lot of brown and black people which will also lead to less brown and black people being able to vote which is the goal um and what are they gonna do about because you know it's not a federal law that uh states can um and that people can smoke marijuana and medical marijuana and all that stuff so they're gonna crack down and revert and make states reverse a lot of those laws um, i feel like that's a rhetorical it? question okay because i mean <clears throat> they i mean essentially um they're gonna allow states to be able to criminalize this stuff again i don't think you have to do any of this shit but and some and some state uh like da's and uh uh some straight attorney generals already coming out and being like we're not gonna do it but the fact that there's even one is just gonna put more people in prison and those people can be bought lobbyists and stuff can get to them that prison industry has a lot of money they can buy those politicians look at what just happened in texas you think they gonna you think they not gonna roll back uh mika brzezinski slammed cnn calling kellyanne conway interviews political politics porn see this is why i don't like you get a man and you try to act brand new so now that you and morning joe is officially smanging she out here talking about y'all got political porn y'all interviewed donald trump y'all made him a thing they used to have him on a fucking show every day being like hey it's donald trump our buddy now that he's doing crazy stuff occasion they try to be like wow he's just wow i can't believe he's taking it this far y'all were y'all were instrumental in making sure he would be adorable to america making him seem normal and like he wasn't a problem meanwhile like y'all are now turning around to be like i can't believe y'all keep having these trump people on what's wrong with y'all stop putting them on the air what meanwhile if trump said he would call in tomorrow they would put his ass on the air shut up of course Mm-mm-mm. um at 3 a.m north carolina senate gop strips education funding from democrats districts it's funny because i feel like our governor is now uh democrat but it's kind of like the same situation obama was in when he was the president but every everything underneath him after 20, 2010 
uh, after 2010 was Republican. This, that's kind of what our senate and uh, is is right now where it's like <clears throat> a bunch of republicans that still have power and then this one democrat dude trying to stop all these fucked up racist things they're doing because you know of course if you're able to um strip the budget for education from democrats you're in, in north carolina that's effectively also stripping it from black people because who votes democrat in north carolina uh but yeah the nc state i mean nc senate nc senate republicans were visibly upset with democrats for prolonging the budget debate with amendments during an after midnight session friday morning at the clock approach 1 a.m senate minority leader dan blue was summoned to the front of the chamber to talk privately with senate leader phil Berger. the senate had rejected five amendments from democrats to fund their spending priorities but each time one proposal was shot down another one was filed senate rules chairman bill rabin abruptly called for a recess stopping the proceedings for nearly two hours gop leaders headed to a conference room with a legislative budget staff some surprised by the lengthy delay passed the time with an impromptu dance party in the hall this party and why y'all about to strip these kids education this is like when they drink beer and shit like people's lives are in these people's hands and they can't even focus for i gotta be up till 3 a.m oh the session finally resumed at 3 a.m republican senate brent uh senator brent jackson introduced a new budget amendment that he explained would fund more pilot programs combating the, combating the opioid epidemic he cited a great deal of discussion about the need for more opioid treatment funding jackson didn't mention where the additional one million would come from directly from education programs in senate democrats districts and other initiatives the minority party sought senator erica smith ingram's rural district in northeastern north carolina took the biggest hit from the amendment it strips three hundred and sixteen thousand six hundred forty six dollars from two early college high schools in northampton and washington counties it specifically bans state funding for supporting a summer science math and technology program sure. called eastern northern stem carolina stem the northampton county programs have received about 180,000 in recent years to serve 90 high school students who many of whom are african-american and from low-income families i don't know what motivated the amendment but it will have a devastating effect on the area that is already suffering smith ingram said saturday adding that the stem summer program was shut down if the provision is in the final budget she said she thinks the amendment came in response to miscommunication between the political parties about democrat amendments the future of children should not be caught up in political disagreement between members the amendment also changes the counties included in a program that offers stipends to teachers assistants who are working on a college degree to get their teaching license the funding level for the program didn't change but seven counties presented by smith ingram and fellow democratic senator angela bryant were removed instead the program will only apply to several counties represented by republican senators smith ingram said the counties removed had the highest teacher turnover rate in the state and helping teacher assistants become teachers will help address the problem other items cut in the late night amendment two hundred thousand dollars to bring fresh produce to food deserts another thing that helps black people two hundred fifty thousand dollars to fund additional staff for the new north carolina museum of arts recently expanded art park and five hundred and fifty thousand for a downtown revitalization program uh also uh that art thing they love stripping the arts they love that that'd be the first thing to go the only remaining budget for downtown programs is directed to robinson county which has a republican senator the amendment also takes a swipe at governor roy cooper by eliminating a position in his office for a federal legislative program to coordinator jackson the amendment sponsor could not be reached for comment yeah you don't want to talk about the evil you do in the dark 
three in the morning two doc democrats joined the republicans in voting for the amendment but smith ingram said they didn't know about the cuts because the vote was taken about a minute after the proposal was first released senator don davis and a green county democrat tried to ask a question but wasn't recognized to speak nobody knew what they were voting on it happened so quickly how does that happen how does that happen i didn't even know what i was voting on i just said yes i don't know what what happened again the time step on the vote shows 307 a.m the final vote on the budget was taken minutes before the senate adjourned over the night these motherfuckers should not be reelected. If they if they're democrats that somehow won um election because they were from a democratic district i hope those people are paying attention i hope when it's time to vote on their local office they'll be like no you can get the fuck out you're not real you just signing shit just glad handing like oh i hey man you know how it is player it was three i was sleeping what was i supposed to do read i would have fell asleep you got a whole team of people with you and their job is to read this shit the house will now propose its own budget and that chamber has in previous years funded programs cut by the senate leaving the final funding decisions to be made in negotiations between legislative leaders smith ingram said the senate should bring the amendment back up for another vote procedurally it appears that it, there's enough in our rules to come back and reconsider that amendment i'm willing and i'm open to continue to negotiate with the majority to make sure we right this wrong that occurred oh man yeah. that oh excuse me the same people that was up at 3 a.m pushing this shit is the same people that got upset when you know because donald trump runs our government like a uh, business yeah when he denied 99 percent of the people that uh asked for help he only funded like one percent of what people ask in the state of north carolina from the flood that happened a few weeks ago yeah trump aid effort after hurricane matthew incredible failure yeah y'all voted for him though one percent y'all voted for him right the a lot of these north carolinians voted for him like while democrat we got a democratic governor um mostly so people could get their sports back they still voted for donald trump so then that you can't be mad when you turn around and be like i run it like a business and guess what's not good for business paying for people after the hurricane come through and kill people and mess up their towns I, that's not good for my business yeah and not trying to find it this affect the rural because north carolina is a big ass state this affect the rural state adam timbuk to nowhere them are the people that need the most help in our state and they're not going to get it nasa denies trump's request to send astronauts past the moon well nasa not launches his new big rocket for the first time more than a year and a half from now at the earliest there will be no astronauts alone for the ride in february at the request of the trump administration nasa began studying whether it was possible to add crew to the first flight of its space launch system a heavy lift rocket under development for deep space missions on friday the space agency announced it would not during a conference call with reporters robert mclightfoot jr i mean robert m lightfoot jr the acting nasa administrator said the change was technically feasible but the the additional cost time and risk outweighed the benefits it really reaffirmed the baseline plan we have is the place in place is the best way to go yeah there are some people out there for non-returnable missing you basically gonna go into death sentence he just wanted to do it so he could be i was the one who sent him the furthest mm-hmm. y'all just sending people to the moon I was, <laughs> we went beyond the moon uh, under yeah, my presidency they go, they go um yeah people will die nah we could we we but like this they ain't gonna look at you they're gonna look at nasa like nasa y'all killing people wisconsin's voter id law suppressed two hundred thousand votes in 2016 oh. and trump won trump won by twenty two thousand votes come on that voter suppress people underestimate the power of that voter suppression across this country like that shit went hard i'm talking about like 
hard. You're talking about like literally millions of black people across this country that lost their right to vote. And then if you wanted to vote, a lot of them started passing these fuck ass ID shit where you have a lot of people, depending on your age, who actually don't have birth certificates, were born with uh what you what do you call that? Um the women, the the um women that nurse that are uh midwives, right. Uh, born with midwives. Uh then you have some people who only know their birthday, depending on their age, by verbal you know, how you didn't have hospitals and shit like that. So how can I go get an ID when there's nothing on file for me or even my birth being on record? Yep. yep. Um, now to the good white people news. <laughs> Don't mind the gap. Mel Gibson, 61, strolls hand in hand with his girlfriend, Rosalind Ross, 26, as they wear matching stripes in Los Angeles. Children older than her. 61 year old man with a 26 year old girlfriend he all the way back now Mm -mm, old ball great balls you keep that (laughs) foolishness he made a couple of movies he all the way back Mm -mm, it ain't worth it honey no Mm -mm. the guy who threatened his other his baby mama killing her hope she'll be raped by a pack of niggas time to if i'm if i'm gonna mess with some great balls believe you he gonna be worth something more than mel gibson can't two people just fall in love karen what about that? Mm-hmm. You say so. But Karen, you got coins in Viagra. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> last time I checked, I don't, I don't see no belt or nothing where you can die to hell grade. I mean, I'm black. You can. Black. You can. You can your balls. You can buy, die black, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure you can. What is it, new ball friendly die? Mm-hmm. New balls who this? <laughs> yes, new balls who this? uh we'll we'll get your back looking like you were 21 again they celebrated the birth of their son together lars gerard gibson at the start of the year Mm, that's right because y'all kick forever we have expiration dates y'all go y'all y'all kicking y'all be gone y'all y'all should still be kicking mel gibson 61 and his 26 year old girlfriend rosalind ross look the picture of contentment as they strolled through the los los angeles on saturday Former horse rider turned screenwriter Rosalind wore a gray and white striped top pulling at the sleeves. What could they possibly come in? Mm, mm, mm. I, don't, I don't know. Look at it. It's like she walking with her angry granddad. Right. Because that, cause that literally should be her granddaddy. He probably got grandkids older than her. It came up and went away, baby. Oh, it came up and went away? Mm-hmm. Okay. Hold on, guys. I'll try to get it back on screen. Um all right but yeah they was just walking he was looking confused mm-hmm. he they gonna that baby gonna be that but like uh is this your grandbaby <laughs> for real where he going now they like oh he's so cute this your fourth grandchild right he gonna be tickling like that old man at burton's yesterday mm-hmm. well he gonna walk through the park while he in his wheelchair what the what the hell <laughs> Yeah. He ain't gonna be, what, 90 and the baby gonna be just turning 21. Yep. That don't make no sense. For some reason, I won't take this off screen. I gotta refresh y'all. Sorry. Give me no one second. No problem. I wish men would leave Viagra alone. He rich and he can afford another young woman, Karen. It's like getting a new car. For these dudes. I mean, cause, and I, and I guess my thing is that it's almost not, and maybe it's just me being, I don't know if you, you call it. Ages. Office, yeah, yeah, you been ages for but, sure. But it's a disadvantage to the children because, you know, basically you so old that the baby gonna grow up without a daddy cause you gonna die soon. Well, how is that a disadvantage if your daddy is Mel Gibson? 
I mean, the kids that's that, a, that sound like a plus to me. They have money for the rest of their lives, right? The and point. I only get a few years of having Mel Gibson in my life. I won. <laughs> sound like you mad at the wrong people in this one. My bad. I'm sorry, y'all. Stop I'm trying to act like y'all care about these people, kids. Y'all don't care about these people, kids. Just another convenient excuse. Mm-hmm. What about the cheese in Wisconsin? The only kid I care about is the kid he dating. This 26 year old woman, right? But she made that decision. She, she did. She a grown woman. She yeah. said, "I can deal with how many years left for this dude, um, mm-hmm. humping on me like Mister." <laughs> right. <laughs> right. How did he die? He he died on top of me. Mm-hmm. That's what that story gonna be like uh she also went for snug fitting leggings to show off her slender pants and a pair of casual converse style shoes gibson who has nine children by three different women wore a bulky black baseball cap and blue jeans but somehow and it got a stain on the shirt but somehow black people get stuck with that all these baby mamas exactly. this got three baby mamas mm-mm-mm uh braveheart actor also opted for a tricolor polo with a pair of glasses tucked in front of a silver necklace a pair of walking boots shielded his feet as he beat along the sunny pavement hand in hand with his girlfriend Lars gerard gibson was born january 20th and weighed in at five pounds and fives uh they're thrilled and Lars is adorable their family is all around them and mel is over the moon they're home and everybody is healthy the director has seven children with ex-wife robin moore hannah 36 twin boys christian and edward 34 lewis 31 uh lewis 28 i'm sorry william 31 milo 26 and thomas 17 so she's as old as milo and the only younger kid he has is thomas 17 Woo. uh he also has a six-year-old daughter lucia with former girlfriend oksana Grigorieva, the woman that he threatened with the uh pack of niggas raping her mm-hmm. he had a whole nfl starting squad yep <laughs> during an interview at the golden on the golden globes career carpet the actor told richard wilkins he feels fit to be a father again at the time he admitted he didn't have a name picked out for his child choosing to keep the sex of the baby a secret he joked that with the today reported that he that he some of the ideas include i don't know some of the ideas included regis and remus which are male names and suggested the child was a boy mel and rosalind announced that they were expecting a child together last september so there you guys go mel gibson walking hand in hand with his boo thing mm. mm-hmm. other white people news a racist idiot harassed muslim family and then cried like a baby in his mug shot <laughs> of course am i supposed to feel bad zero karen the culture of anxiety is really bothering these white people okay and it's making them act out in ways the white work can help it i'm not fucked with uh well this isn't fucking with black people though this is white people news. <laughs> this is something that white white people do just a few days after he saw an old witch lash out and go racist on tie right against a woman in trader joe's another racist bag of garbage caught on film spewing trash out of the hole in his mouth at a muslim family that were having a family union on a texas beach noria allward was able to film 35 year old douchebag alexander down and go on a racist tirade in front of their family which included countless children man crave online does not play with these editorializing you're a fucking muslim motherfucker the man says at one point in front of the family you will never ever ever stop me my christianity from rising above your law your sharia law don't mean shit to me 
not only does he say nonsense like this but down and also grabs his genitals again in front of children oh so christian yeah. right i mean that's what we think of when you think of the christian message you want to get to the muslim people to save them is your sharia law would never mean shit and i'm gonna grab my dick in front of your kids because that's the lesson they need to learn in life uh all right they got the video but it seemed like it don't want to play oh wait is it playing ISIS don't mean shit to me, motherfucker. ISIS don't mean shit to me. Donald Trump will stop you. They're so angry, but they won. Why are we angry? You won, dog. Right? Anyway, this is picture when he got arrested. like donald trump didn't bail him out on this one he sure did apparently found out america still has some of the same laws right he said i want my mommy right mama's day (laughs) uh that culture anxiety is killing these guys man just feel so bad to be so culturally anxious it must just be you know living in hell anyways uh that was hilarious white dude um let's see uh how about for mother's day i'm a damn good mom and know what i'm doing snooki remember her oh shit snooki all the way back to uh in the crate uh what was that new jersey jersey shore jersey shore yeah jersey shore all the way back to that she blasted back apparently online trolls is talking bad about her motherhood skills and she says i'm a damn good mom and i know what i'm doing uh the she got mom shame the jersey shore alum on saturday answered her critics in a pre-mother's day post in which she intentionally turned off the comment section the 20 year old posted a shot on instagram holding her two-year-old daughter giovanna while standing on a gym basketball court saying she was so proud of the top oh she's still doing that thing to her skin damn she like what she like on on, on Oompa yeah uh yeah she, why she ain't um bleach them down i mean spray them down uh anyway she said she was posting shots of her kids for people who respect and appreciate their photos then explained her rationale turned off comments i don't need a-holes to oh assholes telling me how to raise my children and judge them i'm a damn good mom and i know what i'm doing well most of the time the mother too also has a four-year-old son named lorenzo with husband gianni lavelle told her 10.3 million followers wow she still got that many followers mm-hmm. happy mother's day to all you kick-ass mamas out there um and then a bunch of pictures of her with her kids the bold actions from the reality star whose real name is nicole pelosi uh came just days after she singled out a user's post saying she never takes the children out to do anything snooki's children are always watching tv eating pizza sitting on ipads the user wrote adding not sure how that makes for a great mom the four foot eight beauty who appears on miles or attitude the former mtv castmate oh with jenny j wild farley reposted the jab along with a number of hashtags including hashtag mind your biz hashtag my kids go to school every day hashtag lorenzo does wrestling hashtag giovanni's in dance uh giovanna's in dance 
uh snooki is not the only star who's spoken out against trolls who second guess her ability to raise her children as such uh as such stars as uh model tristy tegan and flipper flop beauty christina el musa have defended themselves from criticism posted to their social media challenges in regards to their child rearing yep people are always trying to second guess uh women's uh mothering uh online and shit right y'all never see y'all come out to daddies i ain't never seen it not once Mm-mm. the only time i seen it was uh i saw uh uh russell wilson said he called you know sierra's child and you know like our our family and people was like what you mean that's future's baby and i was like really y'all mad that the baby getting too much love who's that angry online <laughs> like oh two men say they his father what Mm-mm-mm. uh let's see what else happened um oh taylor swift she sent flowers and a card to a fan who invited the pop star to her graduation party that's sweet there you go see no no shade at all um miley cyrus all the way back to white she went on a date with liam hemsworth uh to see the flaming lips so that's as white as it gets congratulations on your return i mean in my mind you never left but okay uh mariah carey is lined up to replace nicole scherzinger on the x factor uk this year oh shit now mm-hmm one of the original pop divas with a huge catalog of hits and the x-factor producers are reportedly lining up superstar mariah carey to replace nicole scherzlinger on the uh judging panel from uh, when the itv singing competition returns this autumn mm, so she can do her shade over there in the uk mm-hmm. oh. according to the mirror the former pussycat doll singer a fan favorite for her wacky sayings and loud personality has been stalling signing her new contract while mariah is said to be really keen so this could just be playing hardball with nicole like oh we'll bring somebody in to replace you we'll love to have mariah the hero hit maker has plenty of past experience having acted as a judge on american idol in the u.s mm-hmm. she also boasts the same star power and raw talent that nicole currently brings to the panel and remains one of the best-selling artists of all time a source told the paper mariah really wants to do it nicole is not committing at the moment although she did meet up with simon cowell this week mail online has contacted both singers representative for content I mean, for comment, Lewis Walsh recently revealed that Nicole would be stalling due to potential big screen remake of the music, the musical Wicked. The Irish music manager told Mirror Nicole might be getting a big movie like Wicked, added that Mel B would be his top choice to replace her. Well, Mel having too much drama. I don't think she yeah. could just, you can't just put her on TV. <laughs> Mel is currently in the midst of a difficult divorce battle with husband Stephen Velafonte, no relation proved popular with uk viewers for her no-nonsense feedback when she acted as a judge in the show in 2014 lewis candidly admitted that his own seat was safe having negotiated a deal to return on simon cowell's flagship program for another two years nicole first stepped onto the uk show in 2010 when she covered for cheryl during her documented malaria battle and helped form one direction alongside lewis simon cowell and danny menegue uh during that time oh they made one direction damn that's pretty that's big time yeah, they're making that money yeah so there you guys go mariah might be sliding up in there you think we should get the job and ask about nicole she's gonna say i don't know her i don't know her Mm-hmm. uh all right let's get into is there anything else i feel like covering for white people um 
yeah you guys have enough whiteness let's get to some guest of rice and take this off and let me play the song now that it's time for some guest of race that's right it's guest of race time now that it's time for some guest of race that's right it's guest of race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcasts and we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today karen and my mom and the chat room to guess the race and the chat room and all them people are racist all right um guess the race is brought to you by loot crate loot crate is the uh you know the monthly monthly mystery crate that's filled with exclusive items from the biggest and best pop culture franchises uh we get it every month man we get the dx we get the wear we get the um the regular just box um and it's all worth it especially if you're into like you know the wearables you get your like nerdy shirts socks shoes uh the dx is 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 cool too because it comes with like collectible figures uh you know and if you don't want one or you don't need it or you just think it's really cool you know it makes great gifts as well um our shelf is pretty shelf is pretty much full of stuff at this point um it look like we playing toys over there um Ah! so yeah it's worth it uh and next month's theme will be guardians uh franchises like guardians of the galaxy star wars destiny and goonies will be included uh one lucky subscriber will also win a mega crate featuring a premium format group figure with from sideshow collectibles uh that stands about uh over 22 and a half inches tall as well as many other prizes um like i said sign up by the 19th at 9 p.m pacific time or you miss out on this month and you never want to miss out on this month don't be one of those jealous people when we open up the box next month and be hating on us in the chat room uh go to lootcrate.com slash tbgwt and enter code tbgwt uh also on social media if you if you get it send us a picture of, of your socks and your and your gear and all that stuff uh mm-hmm. if you get the loot crate like i said get your save three dollars off with our code tbgwt lootcrate.com slash tbgwt code tbgwt all right let's get into this racism jet blue boots a family from the flight to las vegas after a carry-on birthday cake um they uh became a security risk uh yep uh family claimed they were kicked off a jet blue plane because the birthday cake was deemed a security risk i Cameron, think i've seen this one i think oh jesus karen oh I'm sorry, well, my mom, mom had my yes. mom had cameron burke his wife and two children were flying to vegas from jfk on may 3rd to celebrate his wife's 40th birthday and they brought a buttercream cake with them but after they say they received conflicting advice about whether they could store it is uh, a disagreement developed and they were ordered off the flight the airline claimed the family stored it in areas that were improper an overhead bin for safety equipment and refused to remove it but the family say they followed all the cabin crew's instructions even after poor authority officers called to the scene deemed no wrongdoing on the part of the family uh as seen in a video obtained by abc7 new york airline staff nonetheless forced the forced them to exit the plane um what is that with airline crews these days they've been wilding out on on, all across the board it's like hold it's like hold my beer like (laughs) united did what we gonna do we gonna do worse says american than american do what 
america did what delta we got something to say about that yeah, it's not there's not a lot of competition now jet blue getting in action yep. the birds boarded the flight uh out of kentucky out of kennedy airport and stored the buttercream cake in the overhead bin before taking a seat in the last row a flight attendant nicely asked them to, to remove the cake from that compartment so i moved it to another one she then asked me to move it to underneath the seat in front of me i did then chaos happened according to cameron another flight attendant uh, appeared and confronted her colleague and then cameron you know you could see the gestures that she was pointing to her did you tell him he could put couldn't put that uh anything in the uh, overhead of the compartment i had approached him and said everything was fine she said sir this does not involve you and then she told me i had not been compliant then i said ma'am had you been drinking because her behavior was not normal and when another airline first of all that made it way worse uh, <laughs> ma'am are you drunk oh oh y'all gotta go when another airline employee asked cameron and his family to leave he refused and began recording the video obtained by abc7 new york reporter c fan kim showed the port authority officer questioning the family as the burks tell them the cake is on the floor as flight attendants have requested their seven-year-old son cameron jr and nine-year-old daughter camille appear scared as the officers question the family i just want to know why cameron's wife menta says out loud exactly he replies for a cake one of the officers then tells the airline employees that he sees no wrongdoing on the parts of the burks the airline staff then had all passengers on the full flight exit the plane in order to remove the burke family the family made everybody get off the fucking plane the family's tickets and reward points were refunded the luggage went to las vegas and was collected by his mother-in-law according to JetBlue, the burks are at fault for the disruption the company says the cake was originally stored in an overhead bed with safety equipment not meant for passengers passenger carry-on and that the family refused several requests to move the dessert and that's not that sounds like that's not what happened the they cus- died the customers became agitated cursed and yelled at the crew and made false accusations about the crew's members fitness to fly jet blue spokesman doug mcgraw said after the customer refused to speak with a team leader about the situation the port authority police department was called and the entire aircraft was deplaned cameron says he was able to book a united flight airlines flight out of newark for las vegas for the following day he was since he was has since reached out to the national action network and intends to file a lawsuit against jet blue i don't blame him i want the flight attendant fired she has no business serving the public he right. said guess the race of this family Good. Karen says she already know. Yeah, mom. Already know. Oh, you know they're white. Okay, Karen. My mom says white. Let's check the chat room, see what you guys believe. Um now we all know we are experts at sneaking whole ass meals uh uh in the places we shouldn't black. That girl that cake must be the bomb, get it, black. Yeah. <laughs> they thought they had like a foul in the cake. The pumpkin pie they also brought on board was stored without incident. <laughs> I guess that's white. White yep no video on the camera phone uh oh okay sorry that's that's my mom i say white completely uh complete family unit white damn take sands to the beach white did i hear national action network calling al sharpton black nan call equal black nan equal al equal sharpton they thought the cake was jocelyn's pussy cake black oh no wait they called nan never mind black (laughs) So a lot of people went with black. Some a lot of people went with white. The correct answer is they were black. Oh. And some people did say white. Uh, did say black. 
they got it right let me uh play y'all's applause That's an adorable black family too. I don't know if y'all can right. see it. Right, and it wasn't on purpose, but I think I seen it tumble down my Facebook feed. I know it's, it's cool. I'm not. Yeah, I know it's not purpose. Can um trying to get the picture to pop up. Let's see, is it? Yep, so. it just popped up. Okay. Oh. Right. And, and my thing is this: all the security at the airport, you know, it passed through all the shit that they make you put your laptop and shit on, so it wasn't nothing in it. Mm-hmm like they was they was celebrating their mom's birthday man they ruined their birthday mm-hmm. had to go the next day yeah. and then your mom in law got your luggage but not you yeah and you know they at some point it just became about the fact that they uh that they was that they would dare have some type of attitude you know right you know like get his ass out the plane and his whole family like y'all couldn't have just took the cake off the plane if it was that big a damn deal all right you could have had the cake i mean we could make a ball another cake but yeah uh-huh um yeah i would demand you be fucking fired to fuck you everybody got deplane and replane everybody so now you got the entire plane mad at you and the cop showed up and was like nothing they didn't do nothing wrong just let's go and it was no now it's about my ego get off my right, plane now it's about my ego oh well um, I hope they win and win a lot of money. Air, people that own airplanes don't they don't like owning business, do they? They actually spend that like the cops now. They spending more uh money for the lawsuits than uh d- than anything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mom uh hit her six year old son uh and got arrested for it after finding out that he made his grandmother a Mother's Day car and not her. A South Carolina mom is facing child cruelty uh, after a, an incident involving a misplaced Mother's Day card. The Spartanburg Police Department was called to a disturbance uh, in upstate early Thursday evening. Police said that when they arrived at the home, a grandmother was standing with two children, one of which was crying. The older woman told officers that her daughter, the mother of the crime boy, had slapped him multiple times on the front side and back of the head. Ooh. The mother was identified as 30-year-old Chantrell Murphy police said that during the investigation the boy's sister told them that their mother was upset because the boy made a mother's day card for his grandmother and not her when she realized the card wasn't for her murphy tore it up and hit the boy repeatedly around the head oh officers said they saw a handwritten card ripped to shreds at the scene murphy admitted to smacking the child according to police report but does not believe it was hard or violent a violent manner how you smack a nigga in the head and it's it's not violent it was a good one of them loving slaps you know the good kind when when asked why she hit him she said because she could now you can't tell the cops that you might tell your kid because i can even that's still wrong but still the cops can do something about that dumbass logic uh and that he had behavioral problems in school and she wants to discipline him so she tried to switch it to the this no this is about him not getting good grades what's this got to do with this with this card though ripped up on the floor it's not you ripped up a report card right the children reportedly told the police that the mother hits them frequently and violently and that they are afraid of her oh they was waiting on the cops to come (laughs) they was like freedom right get her out of here she always hitting us we running she has been arrested and charged with cruelty to children. Her son was taken to the hospital in the ambulance for evaluation, but a nurse said she did not see trauma to his head, and he was later released. Guess the race of uh, Chantrell Murphy. Black. Black. Okay. Yeah, the Murphy sister. 
uh all right let's check the chat room see what they believe um let's see uh call his grandma mommy and his mama pam black <laughs> she calls his grandmother he calls his grandma the mom and his mom the defendant Aww. uh this is why she didn't ha- get a damn card black <laughs> oh god what type of monique in precious type hell is this <laughs> the mom the son is no angel officer black uh granny rising your raising your kids black uh i'll beat your ass in my kendrick voice black fear hashtag fear the kid was mad because he always asked if he had mcdonald's money black i don't care i don't want to wait i don't wait i can't wait to go to big mama's house black racetrack beat kids black spartanburg black the correct answer is black you guys all got it um you can get wrong with y'all oh man they ratted her ass right on out too i'm sorry that's that's abuse when your kids know right away like officer please whatever you do keep her it's not even worth it uh but yeah so she uh yep yep she uh she looked like she was some ass she like she can't wait to put her cigarette out and go to town boy you woke me up right <laughs> this must be her facebook picture right down here in the bottom left and even that look like she looking down like she about to whoop somebody ass oh, even that, she look mad. boy you know i got a headache <laughs> let me see them great let me see your damn report card that's what she likes <laughs> and i better not see no d's on it all right i better not see no damn d's on this report card all right guys let's go to the uh bonus round double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race so far uh my mom is one and one but now everything is worth two points in the bonus round let's see if she can catch back up all right um a woman uh said she was inspired by a movie to fatally stab her father a woman was arrested for fatally stabbing her father at a home in Plum near Pittsburgh early Saturday morning. Police said paramedics in Allegheny County were called to Plumborough to a Plumborough home um, shortly after 3 a.m. They found 69-year-old Anthony Nicasio stabbed. Nicasio was a physician with the University of Pittsburgh Medical Center. Police said he and his wife were trying to take 27-year-old Christina Nicasio to a hospital when they alleged she began speaking irrationally and grabbed a knife and he was stabbed during the struggle. Police argued that she told investigators she had, that he had to die. According to Pittsburgh CBS affiliate KDKA, Allegheny County detective said Christina Nicasio is a former Pitt soccer player who had recently broken up with her boyfriend and her parents called police to say she was suicidal and had, and she had a knife. Also, according to KDKA, during an interview with detectives, Christina said that she had got played by Hollywood. When asked for clarification, she said, in a movie, someone who can't love someone else, they stabbed their father. When asked what movie that was from, she replied, The Mummy Returns. <laughs> what? 
is that even in there i've seen that movie i've seen that movie too man i have to rewatch that i, I picked up something totally different from that maybe i maybe i wasn't paying attention yeah maybe i mean it might have happened i just i I think i picked up something totally different i I think the lesson from that movie is stop fucking with ancient egypt stuff (laughs) upmc called him a dedicated skilled physician who devoted his life and compassionate care to of his patients uh christina nicasio was taken to alligator county jail to await arraignment on homicide charges guess the race white yeah white both of y'all are going white let's check the chat room see what you guys believe um working on her insanity defense early white white most of the movie lessons come from desperado latina italian uh, enjoy gaza egypt white kill bill ratchetness white white cultural anxiety got to her working class white uh the correct answer is she was white really blamed hollywood man that don't even make sense no it doesn't god damn it hollywood you got me again oh first i tried to jump out of that plane because tom cruise survived that now this um and also stab you can the lesson she got you can stab people in the chest if you don't care about them or something Mm -mm -mm. that sounded like her boyfriend died well dodge a knife i was gonna say dodge a bullet but you it worked out for him not unless you have evil evil shit attacking you no this is not valid right she was she stabbed his dad her dad and it was like tut come grant me the powers of ancient egypt let the scarabs flow she had the part of the movie where it says cut right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can we redo that scene redo it, redo it, redo I, I, I forgot my line line uh all right uh last thing of course we gotta talk about these damn swords um where's my sword ratcheting this sound effect uh did i move it oh there it is all right cool there we go A man pleads guilty to killing his neighbor with a samurai sword. El Cajon, California. A Pine Valley man who fatally stabbed a neighbor with a three-foot sword during an alcohol-fueled argument on the property where they both live pleaded guilty thir- Wednesday to voluntary manslaughter. Douglas Kale, 21, will be sentenced to six years in state prison. That's it. Just six. Sheriff's deputies were called uh January 21st, 2016 at 5.30 p.m. after they reported hearing loud noises and some sort of altercation coming from a nearby home. When they arrived, deputies found a lifeless body of 28-year-old Donnie Chip lying in the yard of a home. Prosecutors said Kale and Chip got into an argument that turned into a wrestling match. Deputy District Attorney John Cross said it was unclear exactly what the two men were arguing about. Chip was stabbed in the chest after Kale retrieved the samurai sword from inside his house. The victim and the defendants were not roommates but lived on the same property. So it must have been those duplexes or something. Anyway, uh, I 
he got killed over some stupid ass argument because somebody had a sword and then you only go to jail for six years at killing me right in broad daylight uh and pled guilty so it wasn't even fighting the charge Mm-mm-mm. uh <clears throat> anyway guys we'll be back tomorrow happy mother's day to all the real moms out there taking care of their kids doing all the right things not just these egg donors walking around oh, uh you know uh hurting hurting their kids because that's what the internet say right uh but happy happy mother's day to everybody yes, and happy uh, mother's day we'll be back tomorrow until then i love you i love you too Mwah. <laughs>